What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here. And that's you. Back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. And shout out to the Ten Toes Up Gang. And that's you. And shout out to the Nasty Boys. And that's you. And shout out to everybody in the building. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Monday Night Roski, where you might want to not go fully Roski on Monday night. But you know what I'm talking about. We got a great show today. We're going to talk about grabbing your old union proves why power couples are an absolute myth. And we got some other great subject matters right here. We have a wife that cheated the entire marriage, alleging a professional MMA fighter. And it's MMA week. Ninjas catching losses outside the ring. Okay. Ninjas catching losses outside the ring, according to MMA. All right. And so if you don't know what a power couple is, because sometimes we can kind of get kind of get confused as to what a power couple is. Typically, you hear a power couple invitation being offered by Women, right? This is overwhelmingly something that women want to be participating in. And you do hear it from men. You do hear it from men. But it's normally a guy that is well-established, meaning that the guy is looking for his equal partner that's able to be independent on her own and maybe bring in some, something to the table. All right. And so this person's looking for a, maybe you're a, you know, middle management guy. Maybe you're a doctor, you're a lawyer. You might be looking for someone that's willing and able to bring in something on her own instead of her being, you know, uh, a girl that's just sitting around with eyelashes batting. So um, this, this, if you look this up, power couple, and I put a poll up for you guys. If, um, you know, I know where this is going to go. If you were be interested in a power couple uh, dynamic in a relationship or marriage. All right. And you might be one of those guys. In fact, we got seven percent, six percent on the free agent lifestyle channel that's saying they would not mind being in a power couple dynamic. Now we're going to use Gabrielle Union's idea of it because they are a power couple, but she said something interesting about their power couplehood that uh, particularly doesn't sit well with me. All right, it exposes what it is. And let me see. It said, let me just go through this quickly. Twelve signs you and your partner in, in a power couple. All right, what is the definition of a power couple? It says besides being celebrities. There's one thing that pairs like Barack and Michelle Obama. That, that is a power couple, according to them. Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. I know those names. I just don't know who they are. John Legend and Chrissy Teigen. All right. <laughs> Chrissy Teigen. The hell does she do? I mean, what does she do? She's still modeling? These are, these, they, these are power couples, according to the magazine. And you guys got to remember, man, I listen, if you want to get inside information on how women think, look at the propaganda that's being pushed to them. Like, follow everybody that they follow on Instagram. Follow everybody that they follow on Twitter and on uh, Snapchat. And uh, follow everything. Read all the magazines that they read. And you wonder, you know, you wonder why they think that way. Uh, yeah, Benifer. Benifer would be a power couple. He looks happy. He looks happy, doesn't he? And that's you. Well, what is a power couple? A power couple is a couple. Very good. Mm. A couple. Thank you. A power couple is a couple who both complement each other's strengths and support each other's individuality. Mm. Let me give you that. Oh, the humanity. All right, but I get it. He says they are considered role models when it comes to relationships. Other power couples that might immediately come to mind. Beyonce and Jay-Z. All right. Emily Blunt and John Krasinicki. I don't know who that is either. Prince William and Kate Middleton. <laughs> mm. These people making shit up. 
Serena and Alexis. When was this article wrote? Aren't they divorced? Mm. Yeah, this article. They these people are what the hell? Okay, and what else? Oprah and Stedman. <laughs> Jesus. All right, are you kidding me? These, what are they talking about? I think so. Isn't Serena divorced from that dude? Didn't she leave him? All right. Um, so anyway, as you can see, some of these power couples didn't last. All right. So, yeah, man, uh, we're going to talk about that later on in the show. And uh, actually what they're missing out here. I think what they're pr pretty much not telling you is the money. All right. Are you mad about the money? All right. See, the money is going to be one of the biggest issues related to the power couple. Why they ain't talking about that? All right, let me show you what they, man, I will do it later on in the show. Anyway, to contribute to the day show, dollar sign CGA live on the cash app, paypal.me backslash coach Greg Adams. And as pinned to the top of the live chat on the free agent lifestyle channel, we got uh, coach Greg Adams TV on Venmo and we got some uh, super chats on the notorious new, channel new, 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 new and King order. of country says, thanks for keep keeping men informed. Thanks for keeping men informed. Thank you, man. That's what we do here. You're going to get news here that you're not going to get on the mainstream news. And so, yes, we're giving you this news and we're giving you this business and the ability to react to it. Thank you for the earlier contribution. You guys are saying, Steph, name some power couples. You guys are saying Bobby and Whitney. Well, that didn't end too well. Uh, Steph and Aisha, that's a power couple. I think Steph is really, he's, 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 um, he pulling most of that weight. <laughs> Bert and Ernie, <laughs> Bert and Ernie. Oh, man, but my man said Bert and Ernie. I'm trying to see, like, who else is a power couple? <laughs> the Rock and Sock Connection. All right, Bill Gates. Well, you know what happened with Bill Gates, allegedly. I don't want to talk too much about their wedding. But uh, Bill Gates was, um, and I read this, you know, I've been around around. But when they got, when they got divorced, um, Bill Gates said Melinda was trying to be all up in the video, all up on the record, dancing. Come to death row. Like one of the things he didn't like, of course, there were some things she didn't like about him. Like he might have potentially been on a certain list, if you will. New, 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 new world order. Excuse me. He might have been and appeared on a couple of lists and clapping some youngin's cheeks. This is alleged. But um, one of the things that um, one of the things that Bill didn't like about Melinda, she's trying to be all up in the video. Right. She's trying to remember. She I don't know if you remember. She was trying to write a letter to to whatever foundation they were going to write a letter. And she was like, I want to write a little bit, too. And he was like, man, if you don't sit your monkey ass down, I'm not going to. You bitch. Yeah, bitch. He was like, if you don't sit your ass down, I'm writing the foundation letter. This is called the Melinda and Bill Gates Foundation. But I'm in charge. Here. And so he buckled. He relented. And um. Yeah, he was trying to write a four. She was trying to write a four page letter and then close it with the kiss. She was trying that. And he was like, man, sit your punk ass down. And she got mad. And so she said, hmm, I'm smart, too. Although he met her and she was like a secretary. But that's neither here nor there. And um, then he relented. He was like, all right, all right, I'll give you a paragraph. You know what I mean? And she was like, oh, this paragraph is from me. And she said, yeah, I, I, I want to say my part. And then all of a sudden, guess what? He was like, all right, are you happy already? And she said, I'm not happy. <laughs> and he's like, what now? I gave you a paragraph. 
You wanted to put your couple of words in. You wanted to be dancing all up in the video, all up on the record, all up in the letter. I gave you a paragraph. What do you want now? She said, I want my own paragraph. I'm not happy. <laughs> Actually, I want my own letter. She wanted her own letter. She wanted to send her own letter in her voice, in her name. <laughs> all right. She was like, I want my own personal letter. He was no. Damn. I gave you a paragraph two weeks ago. Now, all of a sudden, you want to be all have your own letter all up in the letter. I want to say my own on my own voice. All right. And so you knew that was a disaster. That marriage was headed to. <laughs> all right. And so you guys are naming some great power couples. Appreciate y'all. And uh, yeah, that's how that's what happened to Bill and Melinda. All right. This is alleged, by the way. I don't know for sure. I don't know, man. You know how they're going to come after new, 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 new world order. All right. Yeah. All of a sudden, they're going to be checking my vaccine status. All right. What do we got here? We got Al T in the building. He says, love your stuff. Thank you. That was from yesterday. Thank you, brother Al. That's on the cash app. The original one. All right. The original one. We got. Uh, let me see here. What about Venmo? We got Macaroni Tony. He says uh, sauna was Liddy. Low-fat milk that clearly failed uh, anatomy twice. Two Fs. Get it? Uh, no. He says, he says, my focus left me. He says, oh, and power couples are done. He says, run me my Asian farmland Juco. Oh, no, you don't want that music. You want this music. Yes. Oh, man. Every time I hear this music, I just smile ear to ear. All right, I'm my in the ear, man. You know what I mean? I'd be like, yes, Lord. And if you know, you know, if you got a little bit of yellow fever, a little bit of yellow fever in the building, shout out to my brothers with that yellow fever. All right, and then they'd be all up in the video looking like this here. That's how I think every time my man said, run me my Asian farmland juco in the building. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, shout out to him. He says, Legacy Ninjas must wake up. You're playing DNA roulette when you procreate. Don't think just because y'all all blue chip. And he says, you're both blue chip, that your seedlings will inherit the good traits. The tadpole could be very well, and they could very well have dyslexia, as proven by my reading. And her knock knees ain't no NBA for that tadpole. <laughs> All right, ain't no NBA for that tadpole. Yeah, you, you know, John Morant. Look at John Morant. You can get to the NBA and be an absolute bonehead. Ja, I know you're going to have a lot of time off here. All right, all you're going to be doing is practicing here for the next probably eight months. When does the NBA come back? October. You're going to be practicing for the next eight months. You ain't going to get no games, no games. But even if you have a kid, John Morant, doesn't mean his dumb ass won't go out there and fumble the bag. All right, fumbling the damn bag. All right, God dang, let's get to the show. Uh, let's see here. We should move these, move through these quickly. Oh, we got Straggle and Sniggle Theater and an unbelievable night. Let's have an unbelievable night with the Straggles and Sniggles. All right, appreciate these girls. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky, come get high with me. That's a deal, right? All right, Straggling Sniggle Theater. We're going into we're going into a great Straggling Sniggle Theater, and I don't know, man. You guys got to name this city, 
And uh, we can we can figure out what city this is. Uh, the weaves is unbelievable here. Let's see what happens. Uh, the ladies are really classy. Whatever city this is, ladies, y'all classy. All right, I see I see a a, a, a scrap going on here. And uh, let's go ahead and. Oh, oh man, what in the world? It smell like badussy, beef jerky. All right, titty sweat. All right, and weave. Uh oh, look at the copper. <laughs> my man came in and sprayed. Look at this. Oh my goodness. Oh, the humanity. Oh, the humanity. Look at this. Look at this going on here. Look at the weaves on the floor, man. Wow. Wookie weaves going on. And these bald headed scallywags running away. Look at them scrambling away. That was like. <laughs> He put the raid on them, man. Hey, they raiding your girls? What town is this? They are not raiding girls. Like, they spraying roach spray on them. <laughs> like, this terrible. Mm. <laughs> they not spraying roach, way, roach uh, spray on the women, man. Keep it classy, ladies. Keep it classy. <laughs> oh, she, oh, she got her wig in her bag. Draggles, you got one. Is this Kansas City? This might be Kansas City, man. All right, here we go. Nobody wears a Kansas City Royals hat outside of Kansas City. All right, but, you know, look at this. Oh, oh, the humanity. Look at this. Look at this, man. Take a look, man. Look at this. I'm telling you, man, like this. Is terrible, man. Hey, look at this. <laughs> Who uncle is that? Who brother is this? <laughs> Whose brother? Whose brother is this right here? Anybody know? Saggy Waggies. Let's continue. <laughs> Jesus. Oh no, man. This is where the daddies at. Who raised these people? Oh, they go. Uh oh, grabbing panties. <laughs> They they got sprayed with they got sprayed with raid and they still fighting. Look at them coughing up a lung. Oh man, this is terrible, man. I mean, this is what the community is supposed to be doing to get together. Terrible. This is despicable. It's disgraceful. I mean, it's kind of like when you know the people was fighting at the reparations meeting. Did y'all see that? Like they was at the reparations meeting and then they was trying to agree. And then they was all going after people and Tariq Nasheed was there. They was going after his neck. They was calling him names. I was like, yeah, but remember when I said y'all going to blow the money? <laughs> like y'all can't even get y'all shit straight when they trying to give y'all the money. Like they couldn't even get their shit straight when they was like, we going to give y'all the money. They was fighting before the check was cut. So imagine, I know people don't want to imagine this because they are like, you're like, no, no. When the check hits, everybody's going to get their shit together. No, they're not. All right. When the check, when the eagle lands, shit going to be out of control. It's going to be weed and weave everywhere. It's going to be the three W's like Kendrick Lamar said. Women, weed and weather. Women, weed and weather. I'm like, y'all fighting and they ain't even no check. Like, yo, we... <laughs> Let me show y'all just in case y'all didn't see it. 
All right. I was like, y'all didn't even get the check yet. Y'all, they just agreed. Like, what, what in the world's going on here? Like, what is y'all doing, bro? Like, what is going to happen when the check hit? Hold on for a second. Let me see here. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, and this is something I've warned you guys about. Let me see if I can spell it right. It was a town hall meeting. Let me see if they got it up. They ain't going to show the fight. Let me see here. I see if they show the fight. Let me see if they show the fight. Nah, they they just showing him speaking at the thing here. Uh, let's see here if I can find the, find it. They was at each other's neck already. I was like, bro, y'all can't be fighting before the money drop. I can't find it. <laughs> I can't find it. But anyway, you guys got to. You guys got to watch out. Let's see what we got here. Unbelievable out here. We guys got to watch out. Be careful what you ask for. You just might get it. By the way, I grew up in the crack cocaine era. Anybody else? Anybody else grow up in the crack cocaine era? Um, I was a youngin living in the Midwestern city. And um, and a crack cocaine era was heavy. All right. People was heavy in the game. Uh, but what would happen was when Freebase, they used to call it Freebase back in the day. Freebase. Huh, freeze. Rock. Freeze. Rock, 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 rock. Get higher, baby. Get higher, baby. Get higher, baby. It don't never come down. Free base. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> All right. Remember that? White lines. I grew up in those days, right? But I was a youngin. So what would happen was, what would happen was, um, they would have this phrase called the Eagles landed. All right. The Eagles landed. So even when I taught it, I was a substitute teacher at a school, a high school. And uh, when the teachers got paid back in the day, they didn't have direct deposit, right? Y'all young people are like, what do you mean? So they would say the ego has landed. That meant the paycheck was there. So they would come over the announcements when um, when the uh, when the kids were about to be let out of school. And right before the bell rings, they tell the teacher the ego has landed. That means the check is here. So in the hood. During the crack days, they say the ego has landed. That means everybody's welfare check about to kick in. Welfare check, go get your welfare check. Now, everybody go and get your welfare check. All right. So the welfare check will hit. And guess who showed up? I'll give you all a guess at what happened in the neighborhoods when welfare checks hit or in the ego landed. Yep. It's the first of the month. Wake up, wake up, wake up. <laughs> Yep. What happened? Dope man, dope man. He showed up. The dope man came up. Yep. The dope boys start. Here they come. They come out. First and 15. And they will be on time. All right. And everybody be two days later. White lines. <laughs> I'm your pusher man. Yeah. Pusher man showed up. So it was just a vicious cycle. And people that had good jobs would be smoked out. They get their check, Eagle landed, first of 15, welfare check hit, people be smoked out. This was back when you had food stamps, right? The Monopoly money food stamps. Okay. And then on the soon as the soon as the first of the month hit, here come, here come the uh, yep, here come the here come the uh here come the dope man. Crazy. What a time we lived in. All right, we lived in a crazy time. But uh, shout out to Gray Hayes Radio. He says, I'm currently have Hulu, Netflix, and Amazon, but I've watched you more than those three combined for the past four years. He says, so I have to give a donation to the Baby Mama Terrorist Fund. Hashtag, I don't give a F what you think. <laughs> All right, that's the 
that's our brother here. And since you donated and you've been supporting for so long, we got to play Reverend X. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. Indeed. All right. It was cold. It was cold world out there. Shout out to you on that one. And then we got uh, Shot X Coach. You need that Vince Lombardi. What the hell is going on here? Clip on your soundboard. That's a good one. That's a good one. He said, shout out to you. What the hell is going on here? I think he, yeah, some football coaches got some. I, I used to watch a lot of coaches in my day um, because I was a coach and I used to watch their demeanor and shit that they say on the sideline. Yeah, Vince, Vince Lombardi had some good ones, man. Shout out to Green Bay Packers. Craig in the building. He says, coach, you remember that song? Your mama on crack rock. I don't remember that song, but I remember a song by Audio 2, Get Your Mama Off the Crack. All right, get your mama off the crack. Get off that crack. Get off that crack. All right, crack was the sh Man, I'm telling you, man, those days, a lot of us, a lot of us Gen Xers, this is why Gen X is the way they are. I'm going to just let you know this right now. All right, we had some interesting times growing up. I mean, it was before, you know what I mean? It was before, you know what? Back in our days, back in the olden days, they used to send us to the store to get weed rolling papers, meet the weed, meet the weed man downstairs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Parents ain't shit, boy. They used to have you, they used to have you go down there and meet the weed dude. Give them that nickel bag of funk, that dime bag. What you want, a nickel or a dime? Give me a dime. <laughs> so the parents don't get popped. And going to get some zigzags, going up to the store, because it was just a corner store. I mean, dude, we grew up, a, we y'all really don't know. Y'all really don't know how we grew up. They used to send you down to the corner store, and they would tell you to go get the zigzags. All right, I don't remember buying beer. I don't remember buying beer, but that could have been, maybe they didn't want us to break the beer bottle coming back. We used to get us zigzags, maybe a Coke 45, and then what did they say? If you really know, if you really know what did they used to say after that, they they sent you down to the stove. What did all parents say when they sent you to the stove? Let's see if we can get somebody. What what? Let's see if they can. Uh, let's see if somebody know this. Let's see if somebody know this. He says he went to go get the tortillas. He went to go get. Yeah. Oh no 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 no. Well, somebody said bring my change rat back. Bring me my change back. All right. Or get what you want with the rest of the change, but they made sure you bring me my change back. <laughs> y'all some, I see why y'all the way y'all are. Look at y'all. Woo-wee! Where my change? Man, y'all cold-blooded. Y'all, I see why y'all reckless out here. You guys grew up with my ass, all right? All of y'all out here. God dang. He said, change your receipt. Bring me my god dang change back. Wow. Man, y'all some reckless ass. I see why this space is the way. It's not just with women. We shared the same life pattern. <laughs> we all cousins. We all went to the park. We all went to the picnic. We all used to jump our bikes off the ramp, run from dogs. We used to have a homeboy. We used to play hide and go get it. Uh-huh. We used to play hide and go get it with the girls, fill up on the girls. You'd be in the back in the woods with the tree behind the house that had the pissy elevator. It used to be up there. Let's play high and go get it. And the girl let you catch her. The girl let you catch her. And you got her all in the back, filling her up, coming out. Ooh, la, la. <laughs> mm. Lord. 
egg fights, man, y'all, man, you, oh, yo, yo, yo. This is why we messed up as a generation. We all messed up. Hey, you millennials and you Gen Z, y'all don't know what it used to be. Had y'all ever played hide and go get it, millennials? Gen Z, y'all play hide and go get it. Just in, I play hide and go get it with y'all's girls. You want to, ooh, la, la. First time, y'all underage, backstage. Oh, man. Messing with mosquitoes on the back of your neck. You getting tore up by mosquitoes. Still playing hide and go get it. And the girl lets you catch it. You just back there in the wood. No, no, no off spray, no nothing. <laughs> Dry humping. Oh, my Lord. Bad boy, it was, yep, playing doctor, playing house. Let's play house. And you know whoever, who always offered to play house? Like, y'all be like, what we gonna do, y'all? You had like two girls and five dudes. The two girls that hung out with the boys. What we gonna do? Who who offered to play house? It was the women. The girls offered them fast tail ass girls. Mm, let's play house. <laughs> Them girls, boy, the gr- it wasn't the dudes like, let's play house. The girls was like, let's play house. Oh, what are we going to do? Okay, you be the mommy. No, she'd be like, you be the daddy, I'll be the mommy. Okay. <laughs> she act like she out. Oh, I'm making, the, I'm making the apple pie. I'm making the fried chicken. And all of a sudden, ooh la la. Ninja, man, boy, we had it. This was back. I mean, y'all brothers. <laughs> you did not grow up with how we grew up. Because y'all, they used to just let us, our parents be like, go outside and do what? Come back when what? We be outside all day. Do not come in this damn house. Kicking in the door. You got that damn door swinging in and out. Go outside and come back when? Come back when? When did y'all come back? Come back. Let's see. You know, man. Come back before them street lights come on. Come back when them street lights come on. If them street lights come on and you ain't back in this house, we gonna beat your ass. And sure damn enough, I tested that shit out. I was like, I think what happened was one of my homeboys, one of my friends was like, oh, I got some toys and it was like mask. I don't know if you guys know, remember mask toys. All right. It's not a mask. It was like a M-A-S-K. It was like it was like a, a bootleg transformer. Anyway, he got some mask toys. So I go over his house. I lose all track of time. I don't even know. So I've been playing outside with him. I go to his house. I'm playing with the mask toys. And I'm like, God damn. And I forgot. So my mother walking around trying to find me. That's when I live with my mother, my grandfather, my great grandparents and my grandfather's wife. I don't know. This was when the night stalker was out. The night stalker was probably still walking the streets. So my dumb ass, I I lost track of time. I came back. I came back smelling like outside. All right. Because I think what happened was they, I don't know. I think they they told me, I think one of my grandparents, they found him. They was like, oh, my, your, your mom's looking for you. <laughs> right. Your mom's looking for you. So I was like, oh, okay. Mom said to come home. So I goes home. I goes home. Go right through the door. Right through the door. 
My grand, I think my great-grandmother, she was like 75. She opened the door. Come on in, boy. I about to got whooped. My, I still remember that day. That day is etched in my mind. Soon as I walked in that door, I was like, boop, doo -doo, doo -doo. all I felt was whap, whipped like a goddamn runaway slave. <laughs> all right. Whipped like a goddamn slave. Yeah, man. Tore my ass up. I was like, damn, I ain't never coming back. Without and the whole family just watching my ass. <laughs> yeah, the mobile arm strike command mask. Yep. Oh, man. She didn't even wait. I barely got two steps in. Doop, doop, doop. Hi, everybody. Tore up. Anyway, <laughs> smell of like outside. And I was in there. <laughs> Uh, hey, ma mama. Uh, 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 hey, my mama. I'm, I'm going to run away. And, 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 and. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to run away from here and start a life on, on my, my, my own. Yes, indeed. And then with the days, boy, my mom's like, you going to run away? Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. You ain't going to survive one day. Your ass will be back here real quick. Now these kids today, I'm going to run away. Parents, slow, Johnny. No, don't run. How can I be nice to you? How can I coddle you? I never want to abuse you. I don't want you to have lifelong scars. I'm going to run away, mom, now. Do as I say, mom. Okay, Johnny. Okay. Just don't go to your daddy's house. Mm. <laughs> I'll do as you say. I'll, I'll, I'll coddle you. I'll, I'll. <laughs> all right. I'll do what you say. I'll give you a car at 16. I'll give you all the drugs and marijuana you want. <laughs> Yo, man. Yo, man. That's how y'all grow up. Anyway, anyway, cold, cold world, man. Back in the day, our parents would be like, Ninja gonna try. All right, man, we got real serial killers out here. <laughs> All right, and pimps and drug pushers. Yeah, your ass will be back here in a minute. Anyway, did I get these brothers? Yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into it. This is the best edutainment here on YouTube. Hit the like button. Hit the like button. Where we at? Uh, Whose man is this? Whose man is this, as they say in the hood? All right, let's take a look at what's going on here. We have a woman named Tiffany, no, Tammy Slanton or Slayton. Well, who is that? Uh, losing weight and gaining love. 1,000 pound sister star, Tammy Slayton, age 36, is dating a man 10 years her junior just weeks after splitting her from her husband, Caleb, because he refused to stick to his diet plan. Okay, that was a mouthful, but let's take a look, Ski, here. Okay, so she didn't lost weight. Uh, let me see what... Okay, here we go right here. Tammy right there, if you will. Uh, let me see. Oh, the humanity. All right, both of these people right here. Tammy was previously married to Caleb, whom uh, she met in rehab, and the two tied the knot in December 22 during a small ceremony at a treatment center. And, yeah, I mean, he's out of shape, too, but... 
Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir. All right, and so up here, look at that arm. My Lord. Look at that. My Lord. All right. And, woo, my goodness. Both of these people are out of shape. My Lord. Look at this. Okay. Like, this woman looks small compared to this woman. Like, and this woman's well over pushing 250 pounds. All right. So, oh, man. Okay, so she lost weight. All right, she got to get that neck down. That neck, that neck is not, I mean, that's all, that's all loose skin. She lost weight. How much weight has she lost? She lost 300 pounds. All right, there you go. 300 pounds. Whoa, my Lord. My goodness. I'm going to tell you. Oh, the humanity. Man, I mean, she's in bad shape. But what happened here? Uh, this brother right here, they got married. And uh, I guess she left them for who? Who did she leave? Brother, don't tell me. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir, <laughs> this the ninja that's clapping them. Brothers. I'm Niggas always got to show they teeth. Saying ain't so. I know he's a dating coach. I know Tyrone. I What do I tell you about Tyrone, man? I tell you about Tyrone. Them ninjas are indiscriminate as to who they bang. All right, and so here he is right here. Look at this ninja. Say. Yeah, that brother's starving. I can't deal with y'all brothers, man. I can't deal with y'all brothers. Because this dude going to tell me how much peace leaving Punani he banging out here. Now, people have been down bad, but now you on the internet, brother. You on the internet. With this woman right here, you look at this, bro. You on? I know maybe you want to get famous, but this ain't it, man. This is not. I mean, fetishes are one thing. I mean, you could pay for this fetish and be done with it. You don't have to. You don't have to fake. You don't have to fake love, man. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir. <laughs> ain't no way. There's no way, man. I'm not buying this. Look, and now he didn't sent her. Oh no, man. This is terrible, man. I don't know, man. Hey, there's somebody out there for everybody. Maybe he just has, maybe he just has an extreme fetish. That's what just I'm hoping, man. But sometimes niggas always gotta show they I mean, he could have him a flat back on pronto. Let me show you here. Let me see if I can find it. I might lose the uh stream here. Let me see if I can find it. Let me see here. Okay, that's the wrong tabs. You know how many tabs I got open on this computer, man? I mean, my my computer was not, my laptop was going nuts. <laughs> I got too many tabs, and most of these tabs I ain't going to use. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, Nope, I can't find it. Where was it at earlier? It was on one of these tabs. All right, here we go. I got feed picture collections and all kind of shit up. This is just, y'all don't want to see this. This is reprehensible. But uh, yeah, man, I actually had a picture of a flatback proposing to a ninja. All right. And so he could have had that. He could have had a McKaylee. Maybe I closed the tab. Oh, you know what it is? It's on my laptop. <laughs> That's where it is. Let me see if I can find it real quick. It's on my laptop. Yeah, I got too many tabs open. All right. I got feet picture. I got black girls. I got I got black girls, black flatbacks. I got. <laughs> All right. Here we go. I'm lying to y'all. I got blondes, black on blondes up. It's just, <laughs> it's just reprehensible. This is a family show. But uh, I look, this is what he could have had. Let me see if I can share it. This is what he could have had here, right? He could have had him a flat back. Look, what's going on here? Look, look at my ninja. He's smiling. Niggas always gotta show they He's smiling. 
Why can't he have this right here? Look at it. Look at what he had. Look, he got him. A, he got him a flat back Supreme, don't he? Let me see if I can scroll up. Look, she got a little bubble and whatnot. She proposing to him. What is going on down here? This is crazy, man. What a world we live in. Man, shit ass backwards, isn't it? Like the world ass backwards. <laughs> I can't even keep up with today's world. Sometimes we're going to have to send it. All right, now I done lost my other screen. Oh, I'm all messed up today. This show is, this show is gone, gone. Let me see if I can find the screen. I don't even know where the screen is. All right, hold on for a second. Let me see if I can find it over here. Nope. All right, there's a screen that I'm missing that I watched. Oh, there it is. All right, anyway. He could have had him a flyback Supreme. No? <laughs> you don't want one? All right. He said they need us out here. This is what he could have had. But what is this, man? I mean, this is where it's going. White women, y'all doing this now, the brothers? Y'all on y'all knees? I mean, I've seen this before, but uh, not giving a ring and whatnot. Junior college is Liddy. She about to set that ninja up, man. He must be rich. All right, but uh, anyway, what else did we have here? Oh, uh, again, ass backwards as world we live in. Uh, let's go to this right here. Are y'all with this? Sports Illustrated. Martha Stewart, age 81, lands on the Sports Illustrated cover as she poses in a daring sweatsuit. Or swimsuit. It's <laughs> sweatsuit. She's the oldest woman to model for a Sports Illustrated swimsuit. And she said being on the cover was a challenge. All right, so this is not her. This is her, gentlemen. What in the hell going on with the world? All the humanity. What are they trying to do to us, man? We really got to consider they're playing games with us at this point. We're playing absolute games. This woman's 81. I mean, do they want to sell any copies of this? What, are, what is the point? I think this is goes with some, this has got to be in the Communist Manifesto. Y'all ninjas horny if y'all hitting this, but I know. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir. <laughs> we got, I mean, the world's, we're, the, what's wrong is right and what's right is wrong. Listen, I know some brothers, again, most of y'all will hit just about anything. Y'all taking that home and bagging and tagging it. Post-nut clarity is going to be abusive to you. There it is, man. I mean, the airbrushing. Ay, ay, ay. Oh, man. I mean, you know she needed a cane to walk over to that, man. He said, pull it. No, I'm not going to get disgusting. Like, I mean, y'all will hit it. I already know. Y'all nasty. The nasty boys are here. Oh, that's nasty. But you know what's going to happen. Soon as you bust, you're going to be ready to get up out of there. Y'all taking that. Snoop Snoop beat it up, allegedly. Alleg I say allegedly. I really don't know. But he he strikes me as, oh, he don't like that. He don't like what I said there. Mm. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah. I won't say it. But um, I know they had the Flatback Supreme available to them. Let me see here. Flatback Supreme was uh available. How come she didn't land on the cover? Let me see if I can pull her up. I mean, this is what they, yo, this is what they had available to them to put on the cover. And they put up, they put up, what's her name? Martha Stewart. This is what they could have put up right here. Now, what in the world? They had access to these photos right here. The Flatback Supreme herself. Look at that thing just sitting out there. All right. And they went with Martha Stewart. This is how world, this is where the world is. 
they went with Martha. And they could have tossed this up right here for our viewing pleasures. They could have been like, let's put Olivia Dunn. I guess they don't want to sell magazines. All right. They don't want to sell no magazines. Like this isn't the current issue right here. But nah, they went with Martha Stewart. That's when you know the world's jacked up. They could have put the flatback Supreme on the cover. Mm. Right there. No, they know they went with Martha. All right. What are we doing, man? I mean, there's, there's no way. There's no way you put Martha on the cover. And Olivia Dunn's on the inside of the magazine. All right, man, this is crazy. All right, I don't know, man. What a world we live in. Everything's up. Uh, that's down, down, and up. Can't keep track of shit. All right, who is this? Uh, what is next here? Attention is like crack. Speaking of the crack era, and then what reminded me of the crack era is this video right here. Nino Brown, not the YouTuber Nino Brown, the New Jack City Nino Brown. He's going to make an appearance on here. And let's go ahead and roll it. Like this shit is the wheel or something like it's gonna change the world. Look, man, I don't know about all that change the world shit, but what I do know is that they be going crazy over this, man. I'm telling you. And the bitches, oh lord, the bitches, yo, they do anything for this. Like this. All right, and so they're doing. This is a scene from New Jack City. If you don't know, that's Nino Brown, and he'll cancel that bitch. All right, if you don't know that part of the thing, he's like cancel that bitch. All right, and so he's holding up a, <laughs> a Instagram like. All right, he's holding up an Instagram like, uh, by the way, in the video, this is Freebase. This is crack. All right, this is that, somewhat that blue magic. And so this is actually a perfect scene, if you know this, from this generation. This is a perfect scene right here. All right, I'm going to get a copyright on this one so I can't play it again. But I'll go through frame by frame. So here we go right here. <laughs> he's holding a like button. And uh, let me play it one more time. So now that you got it, here we go. Sounding like this shit is the wheel or something. Like it's going to change the world. Look, man, I don't know about all that change the world shit. But what I do know is that they be going crazy over this, man. I'm telling you. And the bitches, oh, Lord, the bitches, yo, they do anything for this. They do anything for this. They do anything for that like. They do anything. Janelle Monet got her titties out. Well, oh, my goodness, boy. We live in a crazy world, so I like that clip. And the bitches go crazy over that like. All right, so I love it. I love it. What a world we live in. You young brothers don't know. Uh, we we have a UFC fighter. Allegedly, he alleges that his wife, his ex-wife, cheated on him during the entire marriage with a friend, including on the wedding night. Well, Let's get to the story. When USC fighter Tim and these are the this is the happy couple. Take a look at that. Man. Man, what a world. Who remembers when these people would be somewhat odd? <laughs> All right, anyway, we live in the oddities world. Again, what's up is down in our world today. Of course, you know, this is free. This is everybody has the freedom. It says when USC fighter Tim Elliott and Gina Mazzani were engaged July 28, 2020. Um, Elliot had no idea Kevin Kroon would be intimately involved in their relationship. But Elliot is claiming that his teammate and friend Kroon and Mazzani had a relationship throughout Elliot's marriage to Mazzani, including on their wedding night. Elliot, 36, posted a photo on Twitter that he has uh, said shows Mazzani reading wedding vows to Elliot's daughter with his teammate Kroon holding the microphone for her. Quote, you want to see something gross? This is my wife reading vows to my daughter on our wedding night. 
Elliot, who says he's no longer married to Mazzani, wrote along with the photo, quote, the guy holding the microphone was my friend teammate. My wife cheated on me with this guy the same night. And they have had a relationship our entire marriage. Mm. What is going on? Guys, if any time, I'm going to tell you, listen. If any time you feel lonely, <laughs> right? I'm almost going to do the commercial. You ever feel lonely? You ever feel like you got excess money you don't know what to do with? All right, try having a girlfriend. I mean, um, the, 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 you guys go to the mall. I always do this story. You go to the mall, you see these couples, and you're like, well, they that's a happy couple, and that's a happy couple. What am I doing? And here you go. Both of these people here in a couple of them absolutely fumbling it. And not only are they fumbling it, they're they're breaking rules that people would have been stoned to death <laughs> doing. Like these people, like in biblical times, they would have been stoned. Not even that far. We don't even have to go that far in the Victorian era. Like pre-1800, ninjas would have been stoned. <laughs> like <laughs> you probably would have went to jail as early as 1900 for adultery. You would have been to go into jail. You know, you could go to jail for adultery like right up until the 1900s. <laughs> like, okay, oh, wait a minute. You cheated on your wife, jail. A wife cheat on her husband, jail. I mean, you could go to jail. Today, Y'all be out here doing the most reckless shit. And the reason why is nobody has any rules. There's nothing going on. This is what's dangerous about power couples. This is what's dangerous about feminism. You guys just don't know. Like they would literally take your ass out and give y'all ass the stoning of your life. I mean, for some of this shit. But this is why people don't do. They ain't scared. I mean, this is reprehensible. So never feel like you're missing out on something. And it says here, this is all allegations that he's using the court of public opinion. And he says they had a relationship their entire marriage. I don't know if you guys can see this. And look, he a Chad. Oh, we can't say that. He's a white Tyrone, right? He got six-pack abs. He got, uh, what do you need to be a Chad? I don't know. How, let me look up his stats. He a Chad. What is his name? I mean, he got the six-pack at least, and he's got the status. He's a fighter. Tim Elliott. And why does... Why does his wife not have his name? There, there goes another. There goes another. Let me see what his height is. You know, these guys be small. Yeah, 5'7". USC fighters are small, unless they're heavyweights. So he's 5'7". Let me see what his net worth is. Net worth. Let me see here. Uh, net worth, possibly 10 million. 10 million. All right, so 10 million. So he's got the money. He's got, he don't have the height. He has the status. I don't know what he's packing now. Neither do I care. But uh, there you go. I mean, it don't even save you. It don't even save you. And not only that, let's talk about this. This woman right here, a straight up feminist. Like she, she, she's, she's a five. She a negative. Well, she's under a five. This is a four for sure. I mean, listen, everybody has it. So it's not like he got an upgrade. He married his friend. That's what he said right here. Oh, he has a friend teammate. He married somebody that he thought, hey, we have general interest. We're good. But uh, guess what? She getting them booty cheeks clapped. And apparently, oh, there they go all in Vegas. Look, see, look, this looks like Vegas, T-Mobile. This is what I'm talking about, guys. Look, uh, couples goals. You know, they have, you know, they be like uh, uh, relationship goals, couples goals. They look happy together. And 
it turns it turns out she'd been giving up the booty cheeks to her to his best friend the entire time. Ay, yay, ay. All right, two years down till death we go. Ha! Look, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Welcome to a hey, uh, what's his name? Mr. Elliot. Welcome to the free agent lifestyle. See, this ninja was oh lord. Look, he was like this. Hey man, coach is wrong, man. If two years, I'm doing good. I'm doing good right here. I'm gonna make it to three years, and then forever I go. Yeah, I'm up. You're wrong. All women aren't like that. This is what we do, man. Look, and now he's got to go, man. Two years down, hey, we're going to make it forever. Hey, man, they said it couldn't be making. They said we wasn't going to make it. Why, why are they doing this to me? They said we couldn't make it. They said it wouldn't work. <laughs> Two years. <laughs> All right, man. Look, I ain't laughing at him, but uh, Lord have mercy. All right, just straight. This is just straight debauchery. We live in a weird world, weird time. I know, man. You younger people, this is normal. Uh, what do we got here? Do we got something else? Let's check super chats. There's not that many. So I might be... shout out to Brown 310. All right, we do got a couple super chats. Let's get to them and stop messing around. Brown 310 back in the building. Let's give you a sponsorship after all these years. I'm ready, <laughs> All right, Doxy Trash says, I'll get Olivia Dunn's 2023 SI Sports Illustrated cover, not Martha. Take me some. I'm going to definitely have to pull up them Olivia Dunn snappies right here. Somebody said, the girl's a dude, bro. I mean, um, I don't know what her gender is, but I probably would not disagree you know, she could be. She is probably definitely manly. I mean, you know, comparison to him. It's tough to date people in your own, like your own. That was a power couple right there. Now that we're talking about it, it's, date to, it's tough to date people that are in your business like that. It's crazy. All right. Shout out to Faith says. Oh, she got two. Faith says. He says, auntie pulling money out of her bra for you to go to the stove. Or sending you to the store with food stamps. I hated that. Yeah, man. We used to go to the store with not a little EBT card with that humiliating ass colored Monopoly money. And yes, auntie pulling it out. I was in her bra. All that titty sweat. All that titty sweat. She just to pull it out. Gone, gone, and gone to get y'all eight packs of non <laughs> All right. Bring me back my change. All right. Ooh, man, you ain't lying. You ain't lying, my lord. And she says there was always one boy that wanted to jump rope with the girls instead of playing ball with the rest of the guys. Who remembers that? I remember that. They be doing double dutch. We out playing ball. We we playing with remote control cars. We jumping bicycles. We ride skateboards in this ninja. Trying to get in, in the, in the double dutch. Then he jumping, turning in circles. Tick, 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 tick. Nope. <laughs> All right. We off to the side like. Snake. <laughs> right. He's standing in there like. Mm, 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 mm. He trying to get in there. Then when he get in there, he'd be like. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Oh, man. 
And don't let it be like fourth, fifth grade, because what happened was the girls changed over the summer. Then they jump in there, or the older girls, you watching them doing double juts. Like you in third grade, they in eighth grade, they doing double juts. You ain't paying attention. You know, you ain't thinking of nothing. You ain't thinking of nothing. Then you look over at the double dutch, them girls' titties jumping up and down. You sit over there like, huh, I guess we different after all. Girl then grew up and out over the summer. Of course, I'm saying this when I was younger. <laughs> all of a sudden, she get in there, she covered herself up. You sitting up there like, wait a minute, I think I like them. She had cooties last summer, but this summer, <laughs> right, anyway. All right, anyway. Who remembers those days? Don't be mad yet. I'm not the only one. But uh, anyway, those were the days. But shout out to uh, the boys that used to go into the uh, double Dutch game. Uh, anyway, I'm sure some boys are here. <laughs> right, there we go here. And then just like, I want to play double Dutch. You go in there, man. You know what I mean? They got the rope going. They like, this ninja gang going to do nothing. He ain't going to do nothing. You go in there, hit it, act a goofy. Get up out of here. The girls chase you out. That was when the girls be trying to beat you up. Now you want to play double Dutch, <laughs> right, with the girls. What a world we lived in. Uh, let me see here. Some of y'all grew up double Dutch boys in the building. Shout out to Sizzo. I'm a late millennial, and my first time getting stank on my finger was from seven minutes in heaven. Was from seven minutes in heaven. These kids don't even know. Seven minutes in heaven. I don't know what that game is, but it sounds fun. <laughs> All right, anyway. Oh, man. Let me see here. He said they still beating up ninjas. Yep. Like, if you had older sisters or cousins, they'd be on the block. They be beating your ass. They be trying to beat your ass in front of everybody. Crazy. Shout out to Assange, says, Coach, you were right about divorced men leveling up and becoming more successful after removing the dead weight from their witch spouses. These ladies are jealous and hateful of their husbands sleeping with the enemy. Sleeping with the enemy. Guys, one thing you guys going to find out is, uh, man, your some of your people in your family, uh, some of the, your girlfriends, some of your wives, they're holding you back. They're holding you back. I don't want to, you know, you might not see it and it might not be a part of your life now, but um, these people will limit your, they will limit you. They will place limits on you that they might not see exactly what you want and it would be hard to express your vision, your vision to them. And it's not for them to understand, but you have one life here and many times they will, they are your limiting factor. All right. And they'll talk you out of doing something that's going to be something that if you spent five years doing it, it could be very rewarding. And unfortunately, parents are like this. And I'm a parent. And certainly I can recognize when I have that situation with my kids and, um, you know, they need support and belief to be able to do what they want to carry for. And I can understand when my parents or parents of my friends did that to me. So, you know, your best people may not be your own people. So watch out for that. Don't let them limit you. Don't let people limit you. And that includes that if you're a parent and you have children, sometimes you think you're parenting them, but sometimes you're limiting them. Sometimes you're limiting them and you got to recognize it in yourself. And sometimes you got to be like, all right, I'm going to move back. I'm going to move back and let what be be. You know what I mean? I'm going to let it be. Let them do what they want to do. Let them follow their way. Now, unfortunately, Gen X and these millennials lazy as a mother. All right. They lazy and shit. 
All right. So they ain't doing shit. I can understand if you got vision, but damn. All right. Mm. <laughs> Man, you know what I mean? And some parents are enablers. So they allow kids to just be lazy and just F off. I don't I don't like that. But if your kid is showing some potential or prowess or has an interest that is different than yours, like you want them to be you want them to be on the uh, baseball team and they don't want to play baseball no more. But you spent all of their childhood taking them to baseball trainers and taking them that club team, AAU. You 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 put a lot of money and interest in them playing baseball and they don't want to play baseball no more. They want to do something else. As long as they want to do something else that's productive, you got to let that shit go, man. And you can't look at it as, man, I wasted this money. Hey, they don't want to play baseball no more. <laughs> it is what it is. Let that shit go. Let them be who they are. And sometimes the best thing you can do is remove yourself from them. Be like, all right, shit, I'm going to let you grow. All right. But if you hovering over them and, 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 and some, you know, it's a, it's a fine line for parenting. It's a fine line. Because sometimes you got to be the support system. Sometimes you got to let them grow. All right. And every kid is different. He says, I want a refund. Dude, I, listen, I trained a lot of young athletes in my day. Right. And I have several stories. I remember this one story. Man, this parent was hurt. All right. So um, I trained this athlete in soccer. And she played soccer all her life. Like she was a stud in soccer too. She'd kick ass in soccer. And like she was known as the girl. Like when you talk about soccer in the AYSO in club, everybody knew that was the soccer player. She got the high school. She got the high school and she was going to be on varsity freshman year. Parents was like, we're going to be at every soccer game. We're going to be supporting the booster club. She played summer soccer going into high school freshman year. You know what she did? <laughs> she quit soccer and joined the cheerleading team. She quit. She was like, I don't want to play soccer no more. <laughs> Paris was like, what? Huh? What? We going to get you a scholarship. You going to play for North Carolina. You going to be in the Olympics. Girl was like, no, I, I don't want to do it no more. I don't want to be a cheerleader. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Paris was like, oh, my Lord. Right? And they had soccer trainers, and they trained her to this, and they did that, and they went and played. They traveled the United States on the top team and shit. Man, yo. So he says, what is right? Yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's a cold, cold world out there. They like, you wait a minute. You're going to go from playing soccer, you're going to be the person on the field to go cheering for football players? <laughs> mm. It's like, yo, fuck that. Yeah, man. And it's the parents' dreams. It wasn't the kids' dream no more. Kids like, I don't see that in my future. So um, there could be a chance that the kid does come back and say, why did you let me quit? There's there's that possibility. You should have let me, you should have pushed me harder. Hey, but you don't want, you don't want to go out there. You don't want to go out there and shake your ass and cheer for football players and shit. You know what I mean? Like, that's what you wanted to do. But she wanted the high school experience. Right. Same thing as I, you know, I recruited plenty of athletes to universities. What they would say is, I remember these basketball players, you, we'd be recruiting them. Right. And you play like I, I coach mid-major programs. So we'd be recruiting a kid and the kid would be like, yeah. And the kid would be like, oh, well, UCLA is looking at me. We were like, you ain't going to play at UCLA. Why you want to go to UCLA? You can come here and play next year. You know, two years, you, 
you can come and play. You'll be a, you know, a, a, a middle person on our team in, in two years. You're going to go to UCLA, sit on the bench. And you know what they said? You know what they said? The person would say, yeah, but I want to go to college and experience college. Like, I want to go to a college that play big-time football. And I'm like, you you ain't going to be playing. You're going to be in the stands and shit. <laughs> like, mm. But they want to go to college and experience a big-time program with big-time Saturday football. That's what they want to go to college for. And I'm like, you about to throw away all this potential and go ride the pine over there at UCLA just so you can go to college basketball, college football games and shit. But in their mind, she went it because now she's around. She's going to be around top-level athletes partying. She's going to be around top-level athletes, not mid-major athletes. But, you know, you can't get away. You can't, you know, young people got to decide their own path. You can just tell them kind of what, what they're looking for. Let them decide their own path. And sometimes they're going to fuck up. <laughs> Where are we at? Deadly, deadly. Uh, yes. And the, oh, listen, the train game, all of that stuff, that all pays a part of it. That all play every everything plays a part of it. I remember we recruit athletes and we bring them on trips, and you hope they hooked up and one of the basketball players clapped them cheeks. If it was a girl, and if it was a girl, she was a lesbo. You hope somebody like licked them, licked them low lover. You were like, somebody get this girl so that when she go back home, she commit to your school. You'd be like, hey, somebody clap her cheeks. Did one of the girls lick her up? All right, she gonna come here then. Did y'all put it on her? <laughs> Did y'all put it on the girl? Okay. Same thing with the men's team. That's why these men's team got in trouble. They go there and they hire strippers and prostitutes. Remember Louisville got in trouble for, with that. All right. Louisville got in trouble. They supposedly didn't know. And then when they, when the boys got the campus, them boys got the <laughs> tagging ass, tagging ass. And the head coach was like, I didn't know what was going on through the system under the bus. I didn't know they had hookers. Line them boys up. Line them up. Them boys came on campus. They 16, 17 years old. Got college girls. Got the girls showing you around campus. You smelling her hair. And then they got girls lined up. Hey, man, we going to the party. And then all of a sudden, girls lined up grabbing ankle. Just. <laughs> and you go back home. You go back home. They like, hey, where you going to go to school? I'm going to Louisville. Uh, man, I like the coach. I like the city. I like the campus. I think the girls was there. And what he was doing, just tearing it up. Tearing it up. Getting a nut. And this is the easiest nut 16, 17-year-old boy ever got. <laughs> just folding up girls. Man, I'm telling you, man, this world. <laughs> yep. Oh, he got game had that scene too, right? Them recruits, man. And this is, I remember another coach, a men's coach at a school that I coached at. I, I can't give away info. But I'm going to see if I cannot throw him under the bus. So I coached at a school. I was on the women's staff. The men's head coach, he was one of these old school coaches. Like he coached at as an assistant at Connecticut. And now, then he became the head coach. He's now at another school. So if you guys want to put the puzzle together, you can do it. He's at another, he's at a big school as a head coach. So anyway, but when, when I was there, he was the men's coach and he turned the program around. But anyway, he used to talk about that. He was like, man, 
He was like, yeah, you, of course, when the boys come to school and visit, you get them girls. <laughs> Yo, what a world, man. And he was like, Why? everybody does that. So when the scandal was going on with Louisville, he was like, man, that's, that's standard protocol. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Deadly Edley says, everyone watching this stream is out of Martha Stewart's league. And Olivia Dunn is T in T minus 20 years. All right, 20? All right, I'll take some of that. Some of y'all played college sports, and you know how it goes. Uh, but they don't do it like that, quite like that. Boy, it used to be out of control. It used to be out of control. Now they didn't toned it down and took all the fun out of it. Now these boys, like, look, uh, by, I'm glad I don't coach college sports anymore. The, the people have changed. Now the boys, they got short shorts and shit. They be tucking their shorts into their boxer shorts. The boys are so, I won't say soft, but um, you look at men, like, just when I look at athletes today, the, the female athletes are way more masculine and the boys are feminine. Just from the looks, the boys are like soft and they not a great, like, remember, I don't know if you were ever went to college or hung around athletes or any of that. Like the athletes was like masculine, like <laughs> them ninjas be barking and roaring. <laughs> Today, they be, these boys be on their tippy toes and they the star player. They like, here's the big man on campus. And he comes out tippy toe and shit. Shorts tucked into his, he got short shorts in, all his legs showing. He got his leg shaving. He come out there. Hi, everybody. I'm the big man on campus. Hi. I had 38 points, eight assists, 15 dunks. <laughs> These boys be coming out. Sashay, Shantae. Mm. <laughs> like, yo, what the fuck? I'm sitting there like, that's the, this the star player? This the star player. Yep. Painted nails. He come out with his girlfriend. She looked like, she looked like a it. Like, you don't even know. Like, who is this girl? It is some weird shit. Yeah. Oh, and the hair. The hair. The hair being like a bun with a um with one of them things that the girls wear, the little you thing that push their bun back. <laughs> and they'll have a head full of hair in a in a messy bun. Like, mm. ninja, is that a, this the dude? He can have a uh, he'll have a uh, purse strapped against his uh, chest and shit. You like, bruh, like you the man? <laughs> oh man, oh man, like you the man? Like what are we doing? Yeah, it's different, man. We different today. <laughs> we different out here. So anyway, let's get back to the show. Somebody says, what? Can I stop sneak hating? I don't sneak hate. I say what the fuck I say. Sneak hating. I call the shots. I call. I say it like it is. If you if you can't handle it, tuck your tail in and get your ass up out of here. Sneak hating. I ain't got to hate. <laughs> right? Talk about sneak hating. Yo, bro. I call it like it is. Take your punk ass on if you can't handle it. All right. Anyway. He's an interesting humor. Sneak hating. What's wrong with men? What is wrong with men? I cannot stand. I, I tell it like it is, and I always call it accurately. So it ain't no hate when I call it accurately. <laughs> what is wrong with men? You're sneak hating my, you're sneak. Look at, look at God right now. Look at God. Look at God. And this is a perfect time for you. God shining on CGA. 
I say who the is and I call it how it is and it normally ends up that way. That's not hating. That's calling it like it is. But this generation of men, y'all cancel dudes. Y'all be on here canceling guys. I'm going to cancel you. What is wrong with dudes? Keyboard warriors. Y'all looking for a hero. We don't need another hero. Man. Y'all heroes on YouTube and shit. Like, look at your life, Ninja. All right, so anyway. Take take a take a look at your life. You're defending heroes on YouTube. We got some. We got we got we we messed up. We got the game all messed up. We could talk about women and they messed up. The game with men, y'all messed up. Hero ass YouTubers. <laughs> Here we go. We don't need another hero. You talk about my hero. Shout out to me. We the heroes over here. We all heroes. We all heroes. All right, but y'all be all here parading around some of these heroes. He's my hero. <laughs> what is going on with these guys, man, today? There's some men out here. Y'all need some fathers, man. Y'all need some fathers to look up to. And yeah, Gen Z and Boomers messed that up. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. You're talking about my hero. Oh, man, we got to stop, man. We got to stop. Let's get to the rest of the show. Young man. <laughs> we got the we got young man takes breakup news from his girlfriend to heart. And he's not. He, I don't know if this is a skit, but we'll go ahead and roll it. Uh, this looks like some Gen Z boys here. Shout out to the Gen Z boys. All right. Uh, here it is right here. You can slightly see it. This is a woman here, young Latina woman, maybe Filipina. I can't tell. Pina. And this looks like a young boy. Shout out to him. All he wants to do is touch on her, and he she probably ain't letting him. Oh, you're my boyfriend, though, and boyfriends are supposed to do this and that. So she's going to break up with him. And let's see how he takes it. What are you talking about? You literally said you wanted to break up. I'm agreeing with you. Is that what you want? But I didn't know that you were agreeing with me. I didn't think that you would have this reaction. Well, you, aren't you happy? We can both go our separate ways like you wanted. You're right. I was I literally joking. I already called you your Uber. You got me. I'm sick of you. I want to be single. <laughs> you wanted to break up? You thought it was a prank? Well, you fucking brought it out of me. Okay, so apparently it looks like what happened was she was going to, I don't, this could be a skit. Apparently it looks like um, she broke up with him as a prank. All right, and he was like, okay. It's like, cool. All right, uh, get out the car, bitch. So he called him on it and she was like, wait a minute, hold up. I was just pranking you. I didn't think you were going to agree with it. And he was like, well, the damage done. I want to be single. My man said, I want to be a free agent. <laughs> <laughs> he like i got a car i got leather seats and shit i got me a mustang i got my scat pack he's like bro you just dead weight to me you were wasting my time and my money i can put all the money i'm saving my man went free agent lifestyle <laughs> he was like i can put all this money in my gas tank all right because you know you brothers with them mustangs and them dodge chargers and shit y'all gas be going to the e real quick and he was like, you know what? I want to be single. 
And I was just waiting for the opportunity. But now that you presented it to me, this is an easy one. You want to break up? Hey, this ain't no joke. This ain't no damn skit. This ain't no damn uh, prank. I'm out. <laughs> he was like, and I got your Uber. <laughs> All right, let's play it again. What are you talking about? You literally said you wanted to break up. I'm agreeing with you. Is that what you want? But I didn't know that you were agreeing with me. I didn't think that you would have this reaction. Well, you, aren't you happy? <laughs> he said, aren't you happy? You you wanted to break up? And she probably told him all kinds of shit about himself. That was true, but for the prank. Oh, you're this and that. You're ugly. You're short. You got a bowl haircut, right? You got a baby face. Your car ain't shit. She probably told him all kind of shit. And he was like, well, okay. You can both go our separate ways like you wanted. You're right. I was literally joking. I already called you your Uber. You got me. I'm sick of you. I want to be single. <laughs> My man said I want to be single. Hey, man, shout out to him, man. I Look, take your stand, man. Look, she did your ass a favor. Drop that dead weight and drop that zero. And go get yourself and be your own hero. I love that one right there. And I don't know if it's a prank, uh, but I like that one. I like that one. Shout out to the young man. Not many young men will let their girl go, especially in high school. But uh, he know the single life is where it is. The free agent lifestyle. My man said, I'm sick of you. Um, Here's another one here. This is apparently a couples therapy. This is going on the power couple theme right here. This is a woman. I don't know, man. I didn't play the whole video. But I'm going to try to, it's a small video, but I'm going to try to play it and see what they talking about. Here we go. Like, it bothers me. It bothers you that Drew takes a position of authority? Yeah, it does. It bothers me. It doesn't make me feel comfortable, and I get defensive. Meaning you don't want Drew to have that position in the family? I do want him to have it, and I've been trying to allow him, not allow him, but, you know, just. You could say allow. I, I understand that. Okay, so uh, allow him and give him the opportunity because I, I do understand that if we're going to be a family unit, that he needs to have that authority Well, I mean, as different well. people have different of course. ideas about paternal authority. Maybe you have... Maybe you're struggling to figure that out for yourself. Well, yeah, no, I absolutely think so. I think it has a lot to do with that. I did it by myself for a long time, you know, and maybe also because I didn't really grow up with a paternal authority or whatever. And because your father maybe exploited his paternal authority. Yeah, I by mean. By being ultraviolent. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my Lord. Oh, man. Where do we start on this? Are you kidding me? Oh, my Lord. This woman took no accountability at all. All right. She did uh, the the now the person's throwing the father under the bus. All right. Again, I don't know the entire show. That seems to be the same couples counselor as the other previous couple counselor. Um, This is guys, just gentlemen do. I'm, I know it's going to sound weird, but in my opinion, and this is going to sound this is going to sound like a lot of people are not going to agree with it but I'm going to speak my shit right here. If you're have to go through this at couples counseling, just drop just drop the relationship. Mm. Just drop it. They don't even have kids yet. They're not even married. Dude, just drop that shit and move the hell on. That shit is over. <laughs> Shout out to Jay Cool. 
it's over. And he's just here as he just don't have any options. I know when you're married or in a relationship long term, you don't really know what's going out there. You you don't know about the junior college. And I'm telling you things as a single man and married men are like, really? No, this can't be. And you might think, oh, that's dangerous. I don't want that. But again, you're in a miserable situation. You're in the misery lust company. He cannot win in this relationship ever again. All right. She's already took him to. She already took him to the marriage counselor, which are referees. I'm not big on marriage counseling. I'm not big on counseling in general. I think people, you know, I'm one of these old school. I think people are fucking weak out here. I'm sorry. I think you guys are weak. You got issues that you can't get over with. You can't even roadmap your own life. And you you will refuse to listen to other people give you life advice. All right. You won't even be honest with your therapist and your counselor. You guys are you guys are some weak ass people. It's not that you have to be weak. You're, you're seen as weak to go to counseling and therapy, but you weak to begin with. You weak. <laughs> like, you, like, you're just a weak person. You're not weak for going to counseling. You're just a weak person. That's just me. Now, I don't mind business coaching and counseling and just, just to, uh, you know, let you look at things differently. That's, that's different. But when you go in weak, you're just a weak-ass person. All right? And that's just what it is. He's <laughs> off like toilet tissue. That's what it is. You just don't have no, yep, you have no mental toughness. You have no stick-wittedness. You have no push-through-itness. I mean, it is what it is. Not everybody has that, so I get it. But um, it, once you go to couples counseling, Ninja, please, just throw in a towel. Just throw in a towel. Yep, they can't think for themselves. Uh, and most of the time, you know what it is. You know what it really is when they're going there. It's they don't want to admit the dumb shit that they did. Like, they don't want to take accountability. That's why you there. You just don't want to take accountability and you going in there going to blame somebody else. That's what you're going to go in there and do. I'm going to blame everybody else for the shit that I'm in. Fuck that. I ain't got no time for that shit. I don't, that's that's what's weak. You're not a weak you're not weak for going to counseling. That's what's weak about you. It's everybody else's fault as we say Jermaine here. It is all Jermaine's fault. But anyway. It's always Jermaine's fault. Once you go in there couples counseling like that, it's over. It's a wrap. I'm telling you right now, it's a rapski. <laughs> he says the last exit before the crash. He said it's the last exit before the crash. Yep. And then and then what you'll say is my couples counselor said, my therapist said, oh my lord, Jesus, dude. I mean, listen, I'm old school. I don't get that shit. Like that's your last leg. This story. This. You know what we do? You know what we do? We literally put people who don't know shit about us. In our lives to make grand decisions about our lives. That's some of the weakest shit I ever seen in my life. Like you'll be like, you'll put a family court judge and let that person decide all of your impact of your entire family. I don't know how much of a miserable loser you got to be, but how much of a loser you got to be to go to somebody who don't know who the hell you are and might see you once a year, maybe twice. If, if a person's really aggressive and then let them make all the decisions about your life, you got to be a miserable ass human being to do some shit like that. That person don't even know you. They don't know you. You a file, you a number, you a case number. Same thing with a social worker. Same thing with a counselor. I know there, there's some despicable things that people have going on in their families. So I don't want to belittle that there's abuse. There's sexual abuse with children. There's, there's, there's drug use. There's, there's messes. I'm not talking about them. I'm not talking about them. Those are different. But I'm talking about somebody like this, like this couple. This couple is not a, they're not drug addicts. 
There's no abuse going on. Like, you know, they're normies. Like, they're in a relationship. They trying to make it work. Uh, she's trying to hold on and not be masculine. She's allowing him to lead. Man, please. Get the fuck out of here with that bull. Uh-uh. No way. No way. No way. This is just the woman refusing to be and play her role. And this dude got to live with this shit. <laughs> this, this is the sad part of it. And he don't want to be there. Let's go ahead and review it again and let me break it down. He don't want to be here, but she dragged him there. Why? Because she's like, I'm going to get this counselor to do my bidding. Like it All right, so let's go here. Now, look at, take a look at this shit. Let's go and frame here. She says she loves me, Coach. Look at this. Look at the guy. Look at his face as he's sitting there. Man, dude, I sat in two marriage counseling sessions, and I was like, these are the last two I'm ever sitting in. I got up. I said, you fired. <laughs> right? I literally fired her on the spot. I was like, you're fired, and we're done. I'm not going through this shit. All right, so look at this. And she's just talking it through. And I feel like, and I'm loyal to my feelings, and I'm blah, blah, blah. All right, what, what, what does she got to say? Sorry that the, the thing is true. Others me. It bothers you that Drew takes a position of authority? Yeah. All right, and so there's a problem already. He takes the position of authority. Now, there's going to be a problem is that when she she's going to admit she wants him to take the position of authority, but she's triggered when he takes it. Okay? When he does what he's supposed to do and what she ultimately wants when she's not in control of allowing him to lead and he just leads, she's triggered. That's exactly what she said. Oh, uh, well, I want to give it to him. He can't just take it. It does. It bothers me. It doesn't make me feel comfortable. And I get defensive. Meaning you don't want Drew to have that position in the family? I do want him to. Yeah, man, bro. Dude, just run run this is what i call this is the time energy attention that i talk about this is the energy attention and time that i talk about where i say you're gonna pay with energy attention and time instead of paying with money you rather do this right instead of paying with money you're like nah i'm too good for that i'm gonna pay with love right but i say that's you're gonna you're still paying because imagine dealing with this woman every day Imagine he's getting worn down, depleted. He's getting belittled. He's getting emasculated and she's constantly fighting him. And I guarantee you, just look at him. He's worn down. He's worn down. And he's like, just think about it. She wants him to lead. He leads. She doesn't like it unless she gives him the, the keys to lead. Sheesh. Sheesh. Man, please. It's an evil world we live in. Mm-mm habit and i've been trying to allow him yeah you done i've been trying to allow him rap it's a rap she gonna be telling him how to stroke that punani go left five times left three times right nah you can't have none unless i give it to you <laughs> like type of shit not allow him but you know just yeah, she's a narcissist. She's a narcissist, and she bipolar, and she got borderline. Um, she's a mess. 
This is narcissism. And she could probably calls him a narcissist. <laughs> she probably calls he's a narcissist. And she the whole narcissist right here. As you can hear her. You could say aloud. I, I understand that. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, guess what? <clears throat> Look, well, you can say aloud. He gone. Start the plane up. He gone. Done. Dude, you're going to have woman with this kid. You're going to regret it because she's going to be like this your entire parentage, too. I'll allow you to be a father. I'll allow you to discipline our kids. I'll allow you to take the kids to uh, uh, amusement park. I'll allow you. This is a narcissist. So uh, allow him and give him the opportunity because I, I do understand that if we're going to be a family unit, that he needs to have that authority. Well, I mean, as well. people have. Well, if we're going to be a traditional family, he's got to have the authority, but I'm not going to give it to him. I'm going to fight him. So you got to fight this. Remember this uh, where they say you you didn't fight hard enough. This is energy, attention, and time. This couple's therapy alone is time he paid for. Not only did he pay for the time with the counselor, he paid with the time with the woman, but I don't pay. I don't pay. <laughs> oh, yes, you do, Ninja. Good Lord. All right, uh, ladies, if you're watching this clip, do you recognize yourself in this clip? Ladies who are watching this, do you recognize yourself in this clip? This is just a clip. It's not the entire relationship. But do you hear yourself in that woman? I want you to ask yourself that. Different of course. ideas about paternal authority. Maybe you have, maybe you're struggling to figure that out for yourself. Well, yeah, no, I absolutely think so. I think it has a lot to do with that I did it by myself. Wait a minute. She said something that I want to see if I can point out here. Let me see something. Maybe you have, maybe you're struggling to figure that out for yourself. Well, yeah, no, I absolutely. All right. So that's what I wanted to point out. You hear that? Well, yeah, no. Well, yeah, no. Well, yeah, no. What the fuck does that mean? What is what yeah, no means? Well, yeah, no. So, yeah, I agree with you, but no, I'm going to say what I want to say. <laughs> All right. Watch out for that in your discussions with women. But yeah, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no. All right. That's basically what that means. Let me go ahead and show you again. Paternal authority. Maybe you have. Maybe you're struggling to figure that out for yourself. Well, yeah, no, I absolutely think so. I think it she talking. I absolutely think so. Yeah, no. Has a lot to do with that. I did it by myself for a long time. All right. So this is the power couple thing. So she's she has a she has a issue that she waited so late in the game to get into a marriage that she did what? She struggled. She ran away from home. She rebelled at home from her parents. She had to start off working at Carl's Jr. and shit, right? Working humiliating jobs, sell a punani to sugar daddy. She had to do all these things, strip, whatever she did. She had to pay her way through college, collect all the debt. She had to do all this shit, right? So she bringing that into her, her marriage. She bringing that into her marriage. Well, I had to work hard. I had to struggle and strive. And, and I've been telling you about these struggle bitches. All they do is embrace the struggle. All they got to tell you is about is they struggle. They want to sit around talking about they struggle. And I struggle and I made myself. All, oh, what in the hell has that got to do with me? So she's saying, well, I did all these things. I risked all these things. I put all these things up. And, and guess what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I struggled. I struggled. I did this. I did this. I made myself. I got myself up here. I'm a middle manager. I'm a, I'm a manager at Carl's Jr. And now she's throwing that shit in his face. And I got there yeah, and I built myself to who I am. So I can't listen to no man. <laughs> you know, and 
maybe also because I. I want you to hear it again from her out. She, she's talking about the struggle. Maybe you have, maybe you're struggling to figure that out for yourself. Well, yeah, no, I absolutely think so. I think it has a lot to do with that. I did it by myself for a long time. That's your problem. That's your problem, ma'am. This is why history matters. People think it's just about body count. No, your history matters. Your past matters. And now because you did it by yourself all this long ass time, now I got to pay for it. Again, I don't pay coach. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. All right, here we go. You know, and maybe also because I didn't really grow up with a paternal authority or whatever. And because your father no, no, maybe no. exploited his paternal authority. What in the world? I don't listen. I don't know what happened earlier in the show. But she says, let me let me break this shit down. Man, this is power couple shit. A paternal authority or whatever. And, and maybe also because I didn't really grow up with a paternal authority. All right. So listen, I don't know what happened in the previous thing, but I never grew up with a paternal authority. So she ain't got no daddy. Uh, guys, a marker of a woman that's not going to be a good woman for you is she, she don't have a daddy or she rebelled against her daddy. All right. These things are going to cause lifeline, lifelong trauma and bad relationships with their future men. All right. If they can't respect men, obviously, um, what do I tell you? If, if her daddy's never said no or she's never acknowledged or appreciated a man that told her no, she bad. Bad deal. Bad deal. She got to be able to have her heard a man tell her tell her no before you tell her no. Because if she can't respect the man telling her no, you done. All right. And so ring the bell. Here it is. Or whatever. And because your father maybe exploited his paternal authority. How? I don't know, man. I don't know what the rest of exploited his paternal authority. You mean gave her discipline? What, what are you talking about? I really don't know. So I, I can't say I didn't see the whole show, so I can't judge. She said she didn't have a paternal authority figure. Then she said the father exploited his paternal authority figure. Which one is it? You didn't have one. You didn't choose to have one. You ran away from one or he tried to discipline your ass and you said, nope. Wow. Man, this is absolutely reprehensible. And of course, she took the responsibility and accountability from the woman and placed it on the father. All right. On the father. What about this one? And then we're going to get to what do we got here? Do we got power couple shit coming up? Indeed. But let me play this clip. Then we'll get. Um. We'll get on with the uh, Gabrielle Union. This woman has two husbands and is going to invite. This is a reality show. He's going to she's going to invite more husbands into the fold. This is a TV show. This is polyamory on steroids. And of course, they're showing the emasculated black men and so forth and so on. And an older black woman. So it's giving what this is, is TV giving them women options. All right. And so black women have been led by the television. All right. Everything they do is by that TV. All right, everything. If the shit happened on TV, black women doing it. All right, and this has started as early as the TV show Julia. Julia was their first, was media's first attempt and success of leading black women astray. All right, so this is this goes from starts at Julia all the way up to struggling as good times, all the way up Mary Tyler Moore, all the way up to the soap operas and shit, Dallas, Knox Landing, Motherfucking uh uh all my children and all that shit. They get their instructions from that. 
Then you go into Martin. You, you This is the Sapphire. All right. The Sapphire character. So it even preceded that. Then you go into Martin, Martin, and every TV show where you got the black rolling neck uh, woman and you ain't doing this. Are you no good for nothing? Shuffling good for nothing. All right. The Mammy, the Sapphire. And uh, then you go all the way up to reality shows. They got all of their instructions from that. All right. Blacks where black women get they, they, they yeah, living single. Like, ask a black woman about anything. She going to reference a TV show in T minus 10 seconds. Okay. <laughs> or Beyonce or Ariana Grande, whoever it is. Janet Jackson. Right. They get all of their instructions from television. So everybody knows in television programming, that's how we're going to get control of this audience. We're going to show it to them. Then they're going to do it. Show, do. <laughs> all right. Show and tell. That's how they're going to do it. Aunt Esther, you bumbling fool. I tell you, oh boy, Aunt Esther. And guess what? They mimic it. It's a, it's a matter of time before whatever they do, mimic it. Matter of fact, Nene Leakes uh, from uh, Atlanta Housewives. How many people, rainbow men and women, have mimicked Nene Leakes, right? Uh, or any of those characters that on that show. All right, they mimic, oh, Empire with Cookie. Cookie, oh, Cookie, Empire. So whatever it is, the minstrel show, you whatever it is, they get their instructions from these television shows. All right. But um, um, whatever those girls say on the show, they'd be like, oh, she, he read her. I remember this is like a couple of 10 years ago. Oh, he read her up and down. She read him. She read him. All of their demeanors are right from them. Right from them. So anyway, <laughs> anyway, it's crazy. Um, I can write a book on that. Matter of fact, hmm. I can write a book on that. Oh, it's going to get banned. But the social programming is real. So here, here it is now. The television program has decided we're going to show older black women with two soft-ass men. And her getting her way using her what? Hypersexuality. Let's go. In the 12th year of our marriage, Carl and I decided that I was going to have multiple partners because... I had met and fallen for another guy. So I came back and reported that to Carl. So we decided to talk about it. Like, what do we do? How do we go about this? And that began a two-year journey of Kenya and I just kind of discussing things. We just had to figure things out. So we discussed it for a number of years. I finally came into the knowledge and understanding about feminine, you know, expression and realized you have to allow women to be free and express themselves. And as a Wow. Yeah, man. We gone, man. Sit in the plane. Fire that shit up. Is gone. As long as you have this happening, as long as you have this happening, men have no hope. Man, I, I just support her in doing that. In the 12th year of our marriage, Carl and I decided that I was going to have multiple partners. <laughs> she said, I was going to have multiple partners. Look at this boy. Woo wee. Man, Lord have mercy. These look like this got to be Atlanta. This got to be Atlanta. I'd be damned if this ain't Atlanta. All right, they look like Atlanta ninjas. Indeed. All right, they look like Atlanta ninjas. But, hey, this is what you got going on, and we're going to get to the power couple dynamic after we do these super chats. All right, let me check the cash. Is that? All right, Atlanta ninjas are different, man. Y'all different, man. Y'all a different beast. All right, shout out to everybody in Atlanta. Shot Atlanta. Y'all some different beasts. And I was supposed to be there in a couple of days, but it uh, doesn't look like I'm going to make the trip. What are we going here? Um, let me see here. Did I say schedule P? No, 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 no. I got to go back. Shout out to Young Viking. He says, Coach, last time I checked, Arizona State was a hookup college 
was a hookup college, friendly and on the community side, primarily it's Prairie View campus. Campus. All right, so I messed it up. Was a hookup college, friendly? I'm not sure what that is. But uh, yeah, um, hookup colleges, Arizona State, UC San Diego, uh, sorry, San Diego State, UC Santa Barbara on the West Coast, a little bit of Washington, University of Washington, Oregon State, um, Oregon's catching up on the reputation. That's the West Coast. The black college schools that are party schools, Prairie View, Southern, Grambling. Um, let me see here. Let me see here. Florida A&M, definitely North Carolina, Central North Carolina A&T. Uh, these are party schools. Morgan State, potentially Howard. Those are the black colleges that they'd be getting down with the get down. Jackson State got a little bit of a bump, but they was born as shit before that. Then you have the other schools on the going to be on the Midwest University of Wisconsin Madison party school, Iowa and shit. All right, and then you have in the South, which is uh, UGA. Anybody in the SEC, University of Georgia. Florida State is ACC, I believe. Um, University of Miami is not a party school. Uh, surprisingly, it's a small school right there. Uh, but uh, name all the party schools. Um, um, some schools are commuter schools, so they don't party, right? So uh, once you go to that, you realize that they're, they're like, especially downtown campuses, they really don't get, oh, Penn State, Penn State, party school. Penn State, uh, Ohio State, Ohio U. Uh, yeah, these are all these are all party schools. All right, some of these. Oh, Texas Austin, UT, the University of Texas Austin, Austin, party, 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 party. Your girl go to that school, Arizona, Arizona State. They going to get fornication. Rutgers supposed to be a party school. I heard too. Yep, UT Austin. Uh, anyway, Syracuse. Yeah, man, crazy. Alcorn is Alcorn a party school? Shout out to Alcorn. Cal State Northridge. All right. Shout out to Cal State Northridge. Hey, um, shout out to everybody at Cal State Northridge. I'm a graduate of Cal State Northridge. Um, is it a party school? You're a commuter school. We do have a couple of matadors in here. But if your girl goes to your girl goes to one of them schools, woo wee, she's going to get throttled. San Diego State party. If they say your daughter was like, hey, I want to go to ASU. She going to get ramrod skis. Somebody said UNLV. Yeah, man, watch out for these party schools, man. Clemson. Yeah, man. Yeah, man, it gets bad out there. What are we doing? Shout out to Schedule P says these men are wearing bonnets in public now. Gone. Gone. Like it's gone. You can't even get y'all boys to not wear bonnets in public. The boys. Rat. Gone. Yeah, a young Viking says keyboard warriors equal chat ninjas, like DJ Academic said. Shout out to DJ Act. DJ Act Brown 310, still the king of the $2 super chat. Thank you, brother. We got Black Pirate King. He says, Coach, I did three Christian marriage counseling sessions, and it's a complete joke. He says they favor the woman's feelings and demands. They want to change you in every way, but not change themselves. Marriage will is undefeated, Coach. Shout out to you. Not even the Christian marriage counseling. I would probably assume Christian marriage counseling would be far worse than traditional marriage counseling, like uh, not traditional, but um, mainstream, like non-religious. I would imagine that you you don't have a leg up in the competition. You need to go to like uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, where Oral Roberts, Oral Roberts. <laughs> you need to go with back with them televangelist old ass um, 
the old televangelists with the with the hairdo and shit. You need them dudes to do your marriage counseling. Let me see if I can find <laughs> tell evangelist. How do you spell that shit? Evangelist. Let me see if I got it. Let me see if I can get a good picture of a televangelist. Oh, here we go right here. Oh, I got one right here. Uh, you need this ninja right here to do your marriage counseling. Let's put him up right here. This dude right here. What's his name? This dude right here, Kenneth Copeland. This is who you need to do your marriage counseling. <laughs> With the hairspray and the hairdo and shit. This is who you need to do. And he tell your wife, give him that punani. You need to give him one of these right here. Right? You gonna go to hell. All right, you gonna go to hell. Those old televangelists, boy, they used to get people for their ducats back in the day. They used to get people for their ducats. They used to be like, give me your money. Give me all your goddamn money. I mean, using the Lord's name in vain. <laughs> all right, I got books to sell. Get look at this. Look at my boy right here. The Lord said nothing. All right. <laughs> he need to do your marriage counseling. Where Creflo Dollar and them at? He need the old Billy Graham. Look at look at your boy. Yeah, yeah. Where let me get the black ones in here. Let me get the black televangelists here. Creflo Dollar ass ninjas. All right, here we go here. Creflo, let's get the Creflo dollar. Yeah, you need a Creflo dollar. Oh, look at my boy. I mean, his name is Creflo dollar. All right, is that his real name? That cannot be real, boy. Them boys come in there and take all your single mammy's mama money. Does he have a beard now? All right. These boys used to clean your mama's pockets, man. Creflo dollar used to clean your mama's pockets. Did he get arrested? Oh, Lord. I think I talked about this. Oh, yeah, he tried to go in on his daughter. He tried to go in on his daughter, right? His daughter put him in jail. <laughs> That's cold-blooded. I think I did that episode. You need him doing your marriage counseling right here, bro. All right, man, almighty. Tell Evangelist. Shout out to them. They was cold-blooded in the game. Are they still Are they still doing it? Are they still, what's up? Are they Are they doing good? I, I, I remember Creflo Dollar was mad at, um, at, at Kevin Samuels because Kevin Samuels was having more people in the church of Kevin Samuels than Creflo Dollar can pull. Creflo Dollar was Creflo Dollar was counting Kevin Samuels super chats. Right? Creflo was like, "That's my money, my last name Dollar Dollar." Yeah, he was mad at Kevin. He was like, "Yo, I need that money. You leading black women astray." Yeah, I think his daughter said he beat her up. Daughter called nine one one, alleged abuse. 15. Bro, that seems to be the age, man. Daughters be. Somebody said TD Jakes. Yep, TD Jakes. TD Jakes got his wake up call. He tried to go up in there and go up in that uh, uh, oops upside the head on black women. And they didn't show up the next week. He was like, oh, shit, I ain't going to do that no more. <laughs> All right. Creflo Dollar came out there. He was talking like this. And he said, I'm going to come out here. Come out here. And the Lord, I tell you, <laughs> I tell you. And he tried to come out there. The black woman, y'all masculine, and y'all ain't knowing this, and you ain't doing that. Let me go to the images. And, Lord, we don't want no masculine black women. We don't want none of that. The law wants you to be in your feminine. The world, the law wants you to submit. Next damn week, them black women did not show up. Chairs empty. The whole upper deck empty. <laughs> empty ass upper deck. And he was like, Guess we're not going to talk about that. He he was watching too many Manosphere videos. 
He was like, yeah, I'm going to go into my church. I'm going to go in my church. I say, I'm going to go up in my church, and I'm going to tell them sisters that if they really want a man, they can't be manifesting. You don't need no Boaz. You need to get your ass up and stop being masculine and focusing on your career because Coach Greg Adams says, so I could focus on my career. Yep. We don't need them career-oriented women now. Here. So I could focus on my career. And he said, I'm going to go up in there. I'm going to go up in there and tell these sisters. And then he said, the law don't want masculine women. Next week, collection plate was show. Collection plate was show. They passed that plate around. Uh, we need to raise a little bit of money for the building fund. I think we need a couple more stained glass windows. And you know how they get the stuttering. And I tell you, the Lord tempted when He told me to wake up. They get the stuttering, and I was listening to Coach Greg Adams, and he said, "You shouldn't be focusing your career. These men getting a lot of money on the YouTube. They make more, 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 more." More, more, more money than me, and they gotta pay no taxes. All right. <laughs> Shit. Oh man, I say, uh, I say, uh, this is absolute travesty. These four, these black preachers, man, these preachers in general, man, they trying to stay relevant. They make a lot of money, and they be like, I came up with my 511 book. You talk about grifting, they be talking about us, they got more books. Did you see? Oh, man. They had one guy. This is just the evening show. They had one one guy who was like, man, somebody sent me the clip the other day. Hold on for a second. This this guy was like, well, you know, uh, they was like, why, why do you take all this money from the church? Well, I don't take this money from the church. I really don't have a salary. I say I say uh, 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 I don't have a salary. It was like, well, you got paid from writing these books. Well, these books ain't a part of the church. These books are separate from the church. These books are owned by a publishing company that's under an indescriptible name. That's not a part of the church. So that money goes 100% in my pocket. Why don't they go back to the church? Well, don't go back to the church because it's my right to be a capitalist. And I wrote the book. So that's separate from the church. And I bought a Rolls Royce, a jet engine airplane, a Cessna, a Learjet. I bought a big old mansion around the block. That's not the church's money. That's my money. <laughs> you like wait a minute bro like macaroni toast macaroni tony posted it on uh on uh let me see if i can put is that under the name and then they was like well if you made that money from your book sales couldn't you have put it into your church well that's a different fund that's the slush fund over there the slush fund go for this and the slush fund go for the evening service over there when we have ribs chitlin chips barbecue and we have all of that stuff for the people. That's the slush fund. The church's fund go. <laughs> Ninjas are sitting over there like, what? Wait a minute. Who are you? 100% <clears throat> tax free. But it is what it is. I would love a hustle like that. Let me see if I can pull it up on YouTube. All right, pastor. Let me see if I can find it here. Where's that dude at? He, oh, here he is. Oh, I found him. <laughs> he looked like it, too. He got the pastor haircut with the hairline pushed all the way back. He got that pushback hairline. He evangelist. All right, evangelist bishop. Long Dong Eddie Long Chong. All right, oh, whatever his name is. Here you go. 
What is this residential center? My man called this a residential center on his tax returns. Listen, I ain't mad at him. This is the residential center. This is the church's residential center. Fair use, fair use. Oh, this is a um, a place that the ministry owns. Well, not own. We're we're in the process of buying that. Yeah, we don't. So, are own you it yet. renting to buy, or are you... yeah, we're leasing to buy. Oh shit, damn man, boy, that's some Black Lives Matter shit, man. Black Lives Matter, man. Hold your hold your horses, man. Black Lives Matter is jealous. Oh, that's the residential center we're releasing to own. You have that as an asset of two point eight four four two million eight hundred forty four thousand five hundred. So do you own it? I just answered that, didn't I? I said we didn't own it. Okay, we but where where does it. the I'm sorry? We're leasing to buy it. Did, did you I thought we just said that? All right, but yeah. you have listed it as an asset worth two million eight hundred and forty four thousand oh, dollars. Oh, oh, that should be more of a liability. <laughs> my man said that should be a liability. Well, it's at least the oh yikes. Oh my goodness, that should be a liability. We might we don't have time for this show, but god damn. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. What you gonna do? It's a liability. All right, it's not an asset, actually. It's all wrong on my tax column there. Right, so where does the number 2,844,000 come from on your asset liability? That's, I guess, the appraisal value of the home. The appraisal value. Or the residential center. Yeah. Is it a home? No, it's a residential center. No, it's not a home. It's my residential center. Mm. We might have to break that shit down. That, it ain't my house. I live there. But it's the church's residential center. We do Bible study. I lay hands on the young girls, the young women's, the young women's. They come in. I lay hands on them. <laughs> oh man, oh man, I love it. I love it, man. I'm hoping he went. I'm sure he went to jail. Let's get to the rest of these super chats. We got our man Deshaun Rose. Hey, hey, coach, love the show. He says. So that being said, I don't tune in for proper pronunciation and grammar and mispronouns. <laughs> he says mispronouns words like duck sick. Oh, I forgot about duck sick. Indeed. He says, I'm here for the knowledge, wisdom, and guidance and sniggles preach on. Shout out to you. Thank you, man. Thank you, brother. Thank you for your support. I'm rich, <laughs> he ain't got no yob either. Boy, great minds think alike. And we got the same hairline. Shout out to Noel News says they said you were supposed to have sexual discipline for a man, but sexual empowerment for a woman. Ask women to have sexual discipline. They will flip for real. You can't do that. They're like, no, nah, you can't tell us what to stop doing. Guys, this is biblical at this point. Speaking of church, this is biblical, man. This is the spirit of the Jezebel. And it's done. It's a wrap. Shout out to Tolu says late donation. Free agent last out for life. Keep doing your thing, coach. Appreciate y'all. <laughs> And ancient man says, laughing my ass off at TD Jakes. I remember that quite well. Yep. He tried to go in there. He was like, he was TD Jakes. How, guys, these people listen to us. I know you guys don't think, you know, that these people don't listen to us. These people listen to us and they listen to us and they get gassed up and they want to tell their church this shit, but they can't. And I've often, often challenged uh, churches and it's got to be a mega church 
Put me in front of your pulpit, in front of your audience. Let me light they ass up. I'll do it. I know some Bible coaches. I know some Bible quotes too. All right. And I'll teach them Adams 316 and all of that. Shout out to my man, Mr. Santuan in the building. He says, long time listener, first time contributor. Thank you for being here. We got a long time first time. I appreciate those. I appreciate the long time first times. All right, ladies. <clears throat> ladies, chime in. Faith was here. All right, we got uh, Venmo coming up and then PayPal, and then we're going to get the main event going. El Santo says, my contributions, coach. Great content. And he says, what that mean? What that mean? I need a speaking fee, too. You know how I'm going to do it. And they'd be like, time to pass the grade plate around. Coach got, you know, he monetizing the hate. Pass the plate around. Coach need his money. <laughs> All right. Uh, shout out to Eugene says she wants to take wants him to take control. But when he does, she gets triggered. This wouldn't happen without marriage. He says marriage gives her control over him. So she can't respect him because she controls him. Yeah, this is a dynamic that she's going to wrestle with. And be, when she gets married, she's not going to get control. Shout out to no government name S listening to the earlier show. And you got me dying talking about the PUAs would have you in a hotel talking to the chairs. <laughs> yeah, what? He says they messed up. They didn't. Uh, they did that to these men. Yeah. Yep. They did that to them. Having you cold approaching chairs, having you cold approach a model chick. PUAs, man. They had it. That's crazy. Shout out to, uh, we got, uh, let's see here. Macaroni told hold on. He says the hula hoop kept them in shape. He says their waist used to be working overtime. He says, don't let one of them swing it around their neck. Lord have mercy. Yeah. They was working them neck muscles too. She'd instantly become the envy of the rest of the girls. You ain't lying. Who remembers that? The double Dutch and the hula hoop. Them girls beat. <laughs> They get the hula hoop. I'm telling you, a woman breaks out on a hula hoop right now. She's going to grab everybody's attention. Uh, uh, by the way, dancing and stuff is an indicator of how you perform in bed. So this is why women fall in love with dudes that can dance. All right. So it's a, it's usually an indicator, but some of these girls be fooling y'all. All right. They be on the club. They be on the floor throwing it back, grinding their butt on there. They be up there doing the splits, acting like they going to do the splits on top of you. You get them in the room, they be like, can you turn the light down a little bit more? It's a little, the lights are too bright. Be gentle, it's been a while. Okay. <laughs> you make the first move. Never, hey, you young guys, you young guys, the way they dance in the club and the way they dance at the party, that's not how they're going to be in a bit. It's a little too bright in here. You want me to take my socks off too? Oochie, ouchie. <laughs> You'd be like, oochie, ouchie. Like, really? You talked all that shit. You walked up in here big and bad. Now you, <laughs> as soon as I hit you with it, as soon as I hit you with the stick, <laughs> like, yeah. What happened to all that twerking? You ain't throwing it back now. Where are we at? Trash. Yep. Somebody, they trash your bed. Anyway, shout out to my man. Mizra says, check your Twitter coach. I mentioned you on the Martha topic. Brothers, were they out there starving? Man, brothers ain't got no sense. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir. <laughs> they ain't got no sense. I, they better not be in a comment section. They better not be in a comment section. <laughs> All right. Crazy. 
Yep, they hitting you. You trying to go ahead and put them, pin them knees back to their ear and get the long stroke on. They grabbing you in. <laughs> All right. You're like, let me pit. Let me put. And then as soon as you they stay cl- <laughs> oh man you like bro i thought you was about i thought you was throwing it back i thought you was about to go ahead and let me fold this up we about to fold it up fold fold here we go soon as you get to baby clinch <laughs> shout out to them but previously previously they was throwing it back previously they was hair whipping Jumping on top of you, jumping. You know how in Jamaica they had that music where they jump off the table and shit. Anyway, starfish, very. <laughs> you smack them with a butt, you flip them over. What you what you doing? What you doing? Where? What? What? Huh? Where? What? 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 <laughs> like what you doing back there? Now you want instructions. <laughs> they be grabbing the sheets. They be. This is about to be. <laughs> All right. Yeah. The daggering. Clutching them sheets. Like, I'm like, you pulling the sheets off the bed. Just on anticipation. Uh, anyway, this is a family show. This is a family show. And it's all jokes. It's all jokes. If you're triggered, please leave. Uh, anyway. Anyway, it's crazy. Yep. Uh, yeah, man. I'm like, here we go. It's a family show. Where are we at here? <laughs> All right. Yeah, this is a family show. Yes, indeed. All right. Shout out to the people here. We got uh Jermaine in the building. What? Jermaine's here. And it's all Jermaine free agent lifestyle ninjas in the building shout out to you man free agent lifestyle but the ones y'all gotta watch out for is the ones you be like look at this girl she a nerd girl look at her she don't know what she doing she at dinner and she giving you the mini mouse she's sitting up there like oh oh yes you know i just read books and you know draw and i paint and I, you know, I, I I paint stars on murals and, you know, I really don't know. I'm a kind of a don't know what I want to do with my life. I bag groceries. Them the ones right there. You can be like, oh, I'm about to tear that shit up. I'm about to fold her up. She going to be wincing. She going to be wincing. Look at her. She got a she ain't got no hair dye. She ain't got no eyelashes on her eye. She ain't got no earring. She got one stud earring. She got one stud earring, no earrings all up and down her ear, nothing. You'd be like, man, I'm about to tear that shit up. You get her in the room, boom. She got a damn studs through her nipples, and you're like, uh-oh. She got the belly button ring. You're like, damn, where was you hiding at? Okay, what this going to be? She grab you with, take your soul, come in the room. You're like, yo, Lord have mercy. Smack me, spank me, choke me. you like, yeah. <laughs> Bust on my feet. You like, what in the world? She like, keep it going. Like, yikes. What did I do? You be like, zoinks. <laughs> what are you like, what are you doing? She take you pin your legs back. I'm going downtown. You're like, yo, what are we doing? You got to ask me first. You don't mind, do you? <laughs> what are we doing? Like, man, yo, you on some shit. What are you doing? I hope you're not put off by my. You know, some people are put off by my aggressiveness. You're like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> You're right. This is crazy. 
She grabbed you by the damn chest. Here we go. <laughs> like, yo. She was like, spat me, spank me, choke me, spit down my throat. All right, let me stop. YouTube is going to be bugging now. They going to be bugging, but that's what they be doing. She tie her hair back. She take her little bobby pin. She tie her hair back, wrap her around like this, especially white girls, like this. She wrap her hair back, pin that shit up like this. It's over. You'd be like, uh-oh. They. <laughs> You'd be like, yo. You can't win. It's over for you. If she pin her hair back, or she do like this to you like this so you can grab the rest of it, you in for a long night. <laughs> you in for a long night. You about to see some things that you weren't expecting. But those girls, those straggle daggle girls, the girls that be fighting girls in the street and be talking about, uh, shout out to the 1950, Mr. 1950. He messed with girls like that. These girls ain't doing nothing. These girls ain't doing nothing with y'all, man. All right, they playing games. Soon as they get in the room, they're going to be acting real dumb. I don't know if we should. Maybe we should wait a while. <laughs> All right, where we at? All right, let me get into the show. Shout out to Jamie. He says, been ninja watching Ben. He says, been busy working, putting all my time and money on my fourth property, trying to get it ready for rental soon. Here's a bit for that baby mama terrorist fund. Shout out to you. And congratulations on your fourth property, man. Congratulations. Thank you, man. Thank you for that. I know you're saving up your money. Demon Deacon OG Pretty Thug says, Coach went in on TD. Damn. He says, how is he still alive? TD is the top G of grifting. All right, shout out to him, man. TD, I know you're watching me. Invite me to your show. Shout out to y'all. All right, look, let's get into the main event. Main event time. We messing around today. Bit pimping. All right, uh, power couple. We as we have a poll up here. The myth of power couples right here. Gabrielle Union is going to speak on this. We have 89% of men don't want nothing to do with power couples. In fact, power couples is a bit, pretty big speaking point for uh, women. Women want power couple shit, right? They'll be like, I want to be a power couple. Or uh, don't you want to be a power couple? And I can compliment you. You can compliment me. And it mostly is designed around. I'm going to tell you what it is, but it's designed around them maintaining the sense of independence, right? And so men in marriages have long wanted a sense of independence in their marriages, but they would be like, nah, you ain't getting no damn independence. Well, it's the same in power couple. You're not getting any independence. It's the independence of her, meaning that, yeah, um, you have money and she has her own money. But what's yours is yours and what's hers is her. Wait, what's yours is hers and what's hers is hers. She wants access to your funds, but then she's going to contribute. And what she does is kind of like what women would do if they, pay for their own date like women will do that they were like nah i'll pay for my own date why does she do that because she's doesn't want you to think that you're entitled to something because you paid meaning the same thing in a power couple because she's paying into it with money that means she's buying her way out of doing some of these other things right she's saying we're on the same level we're equal and it's not yin and yang we're yin and yin all right so we both are bringing the same thing in you have a job, I have a job. You have a degree, I have a degree. You have an ability to get promoted, I do too. And thus, I'm not doing any housework, cooking or cleaning. And if I do, it's what I decide. Therefore, I'm going to buy my way out of these privileges and I'm going to have my independence, meaning that I want to go on girls trips. I'm just going to go. I want to, um, I want to, um, I want to buy something. I don't need your permission. All right. So she's buying her way out of doing the traditional responsibilities and roles. So that's what I see power couples are. Now, I tried to find from, 
internet perspective what power couples are, and it was a bunch of bullshit, and I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you what is the bullshit that they got out here. This is why women say power couple and men get offended. So watch this. 12 signs you and your partner are a power couple. All right, and the definition is a power couple is a couple who both complement each other's strengths and support each other's individuality. You see that? Individuality. They are considered role models when it comes to relationship. That's gibberish. This means nothing. It might mean something to them, but this means absolutely nothing. All right, so when a woman says power couple, this is what she might intend, but what you hear is she's buying her way out. All right, so let me let me go down here. You empower each other. Power couples empower each other. Uh, you, prior, you prioritize teamwork. That's a power couple. You're individually strong. You also thrive as a unit. These are oxymorons. I mean, come on, man. What do we need each other for? But anyway, you don't take each other for granted. Aren't these standard for regular relationships? Is this not standard shit? You're mutually protective. You clearly communicate. Wait, you clearly communicate around successes. Power couples don't have to make a lot of money or both uh, be equally successful, but they do have to openly negotiate who will be more successful than the other at a given time. Hi, yi, yi. Uh, your worlds don't solely revolve around each other. So that's independence, right? This is a this would be a perfect scenario for not a marriage. But what, what will happen is I think it's her decision on on it, right? I'm going to girls' nights out. Okay, I'm going out with the boys to Jamaica or I'm going out to pound stuff in Thailand. Oh, no, no, no. You prioritize quality time over money. Oh, that's a bad one. That's a bad one. What is going on here with relationships, by the way? Um, And men are set up for a impending disaster. I just want to let you guys know that they're setting you up for a disaster when they tell you, well, you can make all the money you want to make, but time with your kids is of the utmost important. It's the most important thing. You can make money later. Uh, all the money doesn't matter. You can make all the money in the world, but uh, you know, spending time with your kids is number one. Then it's spending time with their wife. Then it being emotionally available to your wife, emotionally available to your kids. All right. Now, that's a trap. I'm telling you, I know it sounds right. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I never thought about, I never thought about, you know, when I was working late, I never thought about, um, another day working late, I think about it the time I'm with my kids. Now, I'm going to tell you why that's a, uh, a loss. It's because it's subjective and it's not measurable. And it's somewhat up to someone's discretion to, to say, well, today, don't go into work today. Well, I already plan to go into work, right? So you can't just pull that card on me, but they can pull it out at will. And then if the kids or her, she feels neglected that day, well, I feel neglected because you at work. Well, listen, Listen, I can't be everywhere in all things to all places. I can't I can't be that like there's one of me and I can't violate the laws of physics, right? The laws of physics says there's one of me and I can only be present in one place at one time. Now, if I'm present here, I might be not available to make the money that I need to make. And we all know that. And Gabrielle Union is going to back this up. Hey, uh, shit got to get paid around here. I know it's all nice and all of this stuff, but listen, we're all on a hamster wheel. And to put me in charge equally for emotions of, uh, because we're not the nurturers, we're somewhat the hunter and gatherers. Now, they're trying to convert us into this soy boy emotional people, right? And this is the first time in history they're going to get men to comply to this. And they think this, this, this is important. 
but they're also saying men are emotionally available and or and, and can't support families. So, but then when you support families, it ain't good enough. All right, that ain't good enough. You got to be here for the emotional support of me. You got to be here for the emotional support of your kid. You make all the money in the world, but we need Ninja. What is it going to be? What is it going to be? Like, I, I can't be all things and everything to all people. I cannot. That is what you're for. Can you pick up the slack, Ninja? Because I'm picking up the slack financially. Now, if you want me to do less financially, we can do this. We can do this. And then that means you're going to have to pick up more of the slack, which means then you are going to have to work more and I'm going to be available to the kids more. However, this is just a built-in excuse in case your kids turn out fucked up. So then they can blame you. Well, you weren't here and you weren't the paternal figure and you were golf making money and you weren't. <laughs> this is absolutely crazy. I, I I'm telling you guys, you guys cannot complete this goal um, effectively and efficiently over a long period of time. You cannot. Right. We're talking about 18 to 20 years of this. Right. From when your kids are born. And this is day to day. You're going to be judged on how available you are financially, how available you be available you are spiritually, emotionally. Man, give me a break. Give me a break. That's a disaster waiting to happen. Give me a break. Look, if if I if I have a strength, I'm going to focus on that strength. For you, yes, I get it. But but we're not going to do everything together. Meaning we're not going to go to dinner together. We're not going to uh be around the kids at the same time together. We're not going to do this shit. All right. Somebody got to pick up the slack. Anyway, it's it's a good philosophy, but the shit don't work, right? It's an impossible mission. Mission impossible. It sounds good on paper. It sounds great on paper. But when you're in the midst of doing what you're doing, it's impossible for a guy or a woman to even cover all the bases. For instance, if I if if we just put that onus on a woman, you need to be the nurturer, you need to be the instructor, you need to be there for the kids and you need to make the same money as me or somewhat equivalent to pay half the bills. You need to do that. And you need to slob on this knob and fornicate with me. And you need to have them legs shaved. You need to have that mustache waxed off your lip. All right. You need to have that peace leave smelling like potpourri. And you better have that ready for me to pound out when you put the kids to bed. Or when we put the kids to bed, you need to have the red that. You need to have that ready. No, you're not going to answer emails. You're not going to answer emails after we put the kids to bed. Okay, you're gonna shave them legs. You're gonna pull out the nice panties. <laughs> All right, and had that pedicure done. Had that French pedicure. French pedicure on the feet. No, have your no 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 no. Guess what's gonna happen? Yep, no social media. Nothing. I don't want to see you scrolling TikTok after we put the kids to bed. No. Guess what's going to happen? She's going to be like, I can't fulfill all those. Exactly. Shut up. Stop putting shit on me. You can't do all that. You, you're not going to be able to do it. So I don't put no, don't put no unrealistic expectations on me either. With no, and what they're doing is notice it's always where you have to fill in emotionally. Men have to fill in with their wife and their kids emotionally. That shit is, dude, that is not, that's a recipe for disaster recipe i get it not all the goddamn time not every day all right no no no. that's a recipe for disaster you cannot fulfill this pledge guys do not make this pledge you're gonna be 
you're going to lose that game. You're going to lose because you're not equipped for it. First of all, you ain't equipped for it. You're going to lose. Anytime emotions on the table, you lost. Mm. <laughs> you lost. Anyway, here we go. Just to tell you how I really feel, you're going to lose that game. Anyway. Yep, and then if you lose your job trying to do this and that, you're gonna, they're going to be like, well, you lost your job. Uh, here we go. You prioritize quality time over each other. That's subjective. You respect each other's. You respect each other outside of the relationship. I don't even know what that means. It says right here, you seamlessly take turns. You seamlessly take turns. Man, this seems, this is scorekeeping. This shit is bullshit, man. You take turns, okay? Uh, uh, on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, you cook. And on Thursdays, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturdays, I cook. We're going to take turns. All right. Uh, when we empty the dishwasher, we're going to empty the dishwasher together. All right. We're going to clean up together. You put a plate up. I put a plate up. You put a, you put a cup up. I put a cup up. You put a spoon up. I put a spoon up. <laughs> and then together, you're going to take turns. You busting up. I busting up. All right. You change the bed. You, you, we're going to make the bed together. I'm not going to make the bed for you. We're going to pull the sheets up together. You're going to pull a pillow up. I'm going to put a pillow up. You put up. I put. <laughs> you watch a show. I watch a show. All right. You watch a show for an hour. I watch my show for an hour. You watch football game first half. I watch my show the second half. All right. It's fair. We're going to take turns. We're going to take turns. You take the kids to school on Tuesday, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Yes, on Saturday. I take the kids to school Monday, Wednesday, Friday. <laughs> All right, man, please. Dude, if you do this to your relationship, yeah, this is going to implode. Absolutely implode. What does take turns mean? It says a power couple is more like a waltz. One might take the lead while the other follows, and that could switch at any moment, but the key is to be able to go with the flow. Go with the flow. You lead today, I lead tomorrow. You lead today, I, I lead tomorrow. All right, you push the cart, I push the cart. You push the cart down the odd aisles, I'll push the cart down the evil aisles. <laughs> All right, man, nah, hell no. I ain't got no time to manage that shit. This is what children do. This is what children do, just so you know. Children do this shit. This is this is the idea of children. So what they'll do is they'll like, look, all right, remember when you were a kid, two different cups, one cup's bigger than the other. All right, one cup's bigger than the other. Your, 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 your aunt or your mama pour Kool-Aid in the cup. You can't tell that the two cups are shaped different or not. You're going, ah, oh, shit. You know, as a parent, you do this. You're like, oh, damn, you got more than two kids? You're like, oh, shit. Now I'm going to give these kids this Kool-Aid. But when I pour it in the cup, one's going to look like they have more than the other. So you're going to measure the shit out. Let me get the one cup. All right, kids, look. I'm going to measure one cup of Kool-Aid. You pour it in. And then you measure another cup of Kool-Aid. You pour it in. One kid's going to be like, still, I got less Kool-Aid. <laughs> and you're like, I showed you. I, I poured it out evenly. So in order to not have the, the bullshit, you got to get two cups. You got to get the same cup, all right? Because you know, oh, shit, she going to kick and scream. Oh, this one's going to think this. Oh, damn. So now you got to get two cups. You got to get the same cup. 
All right. And then you got to pour it in evenly so that it matches. See, 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 this is what women do in relationships, bro. This is what they do. Your cup has more than my cup and my cup, my cup. You always get the cup. And last week, you know, she's going to know about last week. And last week, when you had the cup, you had the cup I was supposed to have this week. And I'm just sad that you didn't recognize that this week I should have had the cup. <laughs> mm. Who think I'm lying? And you should have had consideration. I mean, you you expect me to have to want to know that you should give me that cup? You know you had that cup this way, and you oh, and and you went out of your way to get the cup that you should have gave me. You should have read my mind. Mm. <laughs> Man, that dude, this is petty bullshit. It's petty shit, and you're just like, I wasn't paying attention. Is that what you do? You don't pay attention. You don't realize how important this is to me. This is very important. I mean, we take turns. We're a power couple. You give me that cup. All you want is some punani. So you're like, well, I'm not going to argue this. So you pick your battles. You pick your battles. You're like, okay, whatever. Yes, here. Here's the cup. I mean, if you don't want to give it to me, if you don't want to give it to me, if you're going to give it to me like that, this is childish shit. This is childish shit. I mean, this is what you guys deal with in the power couple shit. All right, so what else? You feel secure even during difficult times. None of this stuff makes sense. Like, this is this is jibber-jabber to me. Just so you guys know, this is jibber-jabber. All right, this is not what a power couple is. This is why when they read this, they say, well, this is a power couple. No, it ain't. This is jibber-jabber. Let me show you another one. Then we'll get to, uh, what's her name? What's her name? Gabrielle Union. All right, uh, this is a power couple. 13 signs. <laughs> 13 signs that you are uh, you are a power couple and how to become one if you're not there yet. I can't wait. Uh, let me see here. Power couple defined. What is that? Power couples are happy, successful, and mutually independent. Both partners go after what they want and have a life outside of their relationship. Even though they're happy together, partners in a power couple are still independent and celebrate their individuality. All right. Why get married at that point? But anyway, additionally, they balance out each other's strengths and weaknesses, making uh, them strong together. All right. Okay. Yin and yang. All right. Signs you're a power couple. Number one, this is from WikiHow. You feel like your best self now that you're together. You feel like your best self. That, wait a minute. You feel like you're your best self now that you're together. Okay, that explains the chemicals and shit. You both have successful careers. Okay, here we go. Yeah. So I could focus on my career. All right, you both have successful careers. You're a power couple. Okay. Uh, number three, you both accomplish, you're both accomplishing your personal goals. <laughs> okay, you're both accomplishing your personal goals. All right, you got hobbies and shit. All right, I'm going to tell you, man. You're going to keep up your end of the bargain. They won't. You're both still independent. Uh, you notice the independence on there. And they're like, you, she's cooking, he's reading. I mean, is that independent? What else? You can rely on each other and feel secure in your relationship. This is impossible, man. That this, this is not happening for most people. All right, but here it is right here. 
you empower each other. None of this shit. This means nothing. To me, this there's nothing that they're saying here. Of course, I'm not reading into it, but power couples are each other's biggest cheerleader. I mean, that goes without saying. What else? You work together. Like, what is the opposite of not power couple? What is a couple? Are they do not work together? What are we doing here? This is a power couple. What else? You have mutual respect for each other. Like, what is this? Right. And here we go. Uh oh, he got a redhead. Is that Pearly? Pearly and who? It ain't me. He bigger than me. He lined up with his porcelain princess. You communicate openly about anything and everything. Oh, hell no. No, 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 no. All right. You know each other's love language. Oh, boy. Love language. Uh-oh, we got butterflies in the sky. You spend quality time together. <laughs> All right, let me see here. Uh, What do we got here? You balance each other's weaknesses. This is just what a couple is. You're both optimistic and fun. All right, yay-yay. How to become a power couple. Prioritize your relationship. Spend time with each other. Open up. Open up to each other so you can grow uh, uh, emotionally. Bring out the best in each other. Support each other's as you uh, pursue your goals. Yeah, 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 yeah. Appreciate each other. Regain your independence if you've lost it. I mean, you're going to lose your independence in the relationship. Yikes. Work together during life transitions. I think she's pregnant. Oh, my. Oh, Jesus. Ladies, are you listening to this? This is what this sounds like to me. That mean none of that means anything to me. All right. I mean, I thought that's what a regular relationship is. No, maybe not. All right. So we're going to get over to Gabrielle Union. She's going to explain something. She's actually going to put, uh, oh, I got a good video after this. She's going to put this power couple shit on. Um, she's going to admit something here, right here. Gabrielle Union fears that if a movie gets canceled, she can't pay the bills because her and Dwayne Split everything 50-50. Right here. Now, this is this is right here. This is some weird shit. Now, I'm going to let her explain it in the clip. And again, I don't have the full video. But there, this is some power couple shit. Gabrielle Union fears that if her movie gets canceled, that means if she can't get a paycheck, she can't pay the bills because her and Dwayne split everything 50-50. Now, this is what they agree to. I'm assuming that she can. This is why I say they buy their way out of these responsibilities. Now, I'm going to look up Dwayne Wade's net worth. I don't even know, man. I mean, this internet net worth. But I'm assuming, oh, that's Dwayne. <laughs> that's Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Net worth. All right. Um, $170 million. I mean, well, he accumulated $170 million. And um, he might be making per month. Uh, this is just a range, a million dollars a month um, and so forth. I don't know when how accurate this is today. He's a part owner of the Utah Jazz. So you do earn money, but you have your money wrapped up into things. So it's not like they bring in that much money per month. Now, this does might give you some insight on why they might be pursuing the breakup of their family uh, by pursuing the financial goals related to they're transitioning son to daughter. Like this might give you a little bit of insight, right? 
because they're pursuing this and there's money attached to this. And there's not only short term money, there's long term money attached to this. So this does give you the idea that if she's having this anxiety about money, this also could dictate how they are pushing their young minor children in a certain direction. All right. Now, I don't think he has an issue with money, but I don't know. You know, professional athletes don't do well with their money. And this is just in general. I can't really tell. I don't I don't know that much, but I know that's some weird shit going on. Now, this might be some insight into it right here. And I'm going to play the clip of her discussing this. And this is the this the discussion on Gabrielle Union says she still struggles with feeling secure in her wealth. And she reveals that bills are split 50-50 in her household. Ladies, are you here? Are you here? Do you guys split your bills 50-50? If you're here, ladies, let us know. Or do you want or desire that you split your bills 50-50? Yeah, what was her last movie? I can't name movie in she's been in other than Bring It On. All right, that's the only one. Here we go right here. Let's see here. I struggle with that. Still, just because I... I think I just have more responsibilities, you know, for my money. So I get nervous, like, oh God, that, that movie didn't open, you know, well, what does that mean? Do I, am I, do I, do, am I going to have enough to, to, to hold everybody up? And, and, and everyone's like, it's coming, like, calm down. And I'm trying to find peace in the journey, not using my anxiety and scarcity mindset to be my engine, which is hard. It's weird to say I'm head of household because in this household, we split everything 50-50. But in the other households that each of us have to support, it puts this, there's always this like gorilla on your back that is like, you better work, you better work. You know, you're gonna sleep in, mm. you know, somebody might not eat. I struggle. All right, and so uh, that's part of the clip right there. That's the clip she, she's discussing, you know, potential anxiety and not being comfortable with their wealth, wanting to get up and work, um, and especially since most of the bills are split equally amongst them, she has to deliver her half. Now, I'm going to look up her net worth real quick just so we can get an indication of it. I really don't know, and I don't want to hear she got her own money. All right. I'm sure Dwayne Ray's money is way different than Gabrielle Union's money. Uh, but it is listed at 40 million. All right. So he was he was well and above her, but I, I don't know. You know, there that's that's internet celebrity net worth, and that's not all cash available, right? And also it doesn't ind indicate how much you spend, right? So, you know, it doesn't indicate how much you spend on maintenance, staffing, and all of that stuff. And um, you know, celebrities do earn big paychecks, but then they also gotta keep making the money. And if she's gotta be responsible for 50-50 of the household. All throughout the entirety of the marriage, she might be good on budgeting. She might like, I got to budget this. I got to budget that. Also, all the money is not always available to you. And it doesn't all come in at the same time. And you don't save it all at once. You know, you spend it when it comes in. So um, if she's having this particular stress and anxiety, wouldn't this indicate that the power couple dynamic is not her best asset? It's not the best position for her to be in if it's causing her stress and anxiety. Also, remember, she's almost a decade older than Dwayne Wade. All right. She's almost eight years, if I'm not mistaken. She's eight years older than Dwayne. And is this good for you to maintain this stress when Dwayne Wade has his bag 
and potentially Dwayne Wade's son transitioning to daughter has a bag coming to them? Um, or is this stress pushing you, unfairly pushing the child, the minor in this situation, to to go after a bag to support you you guys' spending? I mean, this is this is terrible. I think this is not a good indictment. I I understand the hustle culture, but also I don't understand why she's taking on this hustle culture when she doesn't have to. Also, this also shows you that the power dynamic, uh, power couple dynamic is driven by this person's need, particularly the woman to be independent. So she's working this hard, not for the family. I want you to notice this. She's not working hard for the family. She's working hard to keep her independence. This is just something that I'm, just figuring out as I'm talking. So it's not the same dynamic that a man might have when he goes out. He wants to work hard for the family. She wants to work hard to maintain her independence in the power couple. That's why she's stressed out because if she loses that and she has to go to D Wade, which she will at some point, I don't think she could to keep up this work schedule based on her demand alone. She then goes to D Wade and said, well, now I can't cover my end. I know we said I was a power couple, but now that I'm 50, uh, I'm done, and I can't make the same money anymore. So you're going to have to cover the rest. You're going to have to cover the rest. Let me see how old she is right here, Gabrielle Union age. I don't think long-term the power couple dynamic. Oh, she is 50. She's exactly 50. He's 41. So some of the stress could be, so she's nine years for sure older than him or close to nine years. Some of the stress could be to the fact that she's hitting a, she looks good for 50, but she's hitting a financial wall, potentially. She's hitting a wall related to her uh, probably scarcity and job offers. How many more movies she got in her? How many more movies she got? And uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she can't play the same role she did 20 years ago. So she's looking at that and going, well, my opportunities might be limited for me personally to go out and earn that money. So now the money that I have in reserves has got to be the money that covers the 50-50. Also, if it gets canceled, if I got dropped from a role and um, I can't afford that to happen. She basically says, I can't afford that to happen. That's a tremendous amount of stress all to main her sort, her, her independence, right? That's weird, but I think, you know, um, you got to look at it from the point of what I'm trying to tell you. She's only doing that to keep her independence, not to support the family, but it because that's what she bought into. So then Dwayne Wade can't tell her shit. Right? That's what a power couple means. I bought my way in. And so, you know, now does Dwayne Wade get that same sense of independent? He gets to save some money. I don't know. Are they legally married? I don't know. Let's play the clip again and then we'll get on out of here. But with that, still, just because I... I think I just have more responsibilities, you know, for my money. So I get nervous, like, oh God, that, that movie didn't open, you know, well, what does that mean? Do I, am I, do I, do, am I going to have enough to, to, to hold everybody up? And, and, and everyone's like, it's coming, like, calm down. And I'm trying. All right. And so it sounds like, I, I think they're saying she's already wealthy, so she shouldn't worry about this is what other people are saying. But she might even put that fire out because they don't know her household agreement. And they also don't know that they're supporting other family members. So that's that's that part. Let me see if we can get to that part. And to find peace 
in the journey, not using my anxiety and scarcity mindset to be my engine, which is hard. It's weird to say I'm head of household because in this household, we split everything 50-50. When she was saying that, she looked double-taked at somebody on the side there, potentially Dwayne Wade. So I can't rewind the clip, but as she was saying this head of household comment, she double-taked. She did a double-take over to the whoever's behind the camera. All right. I wish I could show it again, but I cannot. All right, here we go. But in the other households that each of us have to support, it puts this, there's always this like gorilla on your back that is like, you better work, you better work, you better work. Well, that that is a normal thing, right? So I think, you know, men experience that already, right? We, we, we can't take days off. This is why they'd be like, well, you got to be here spiritually and emotionally and back. Men don't have balance. Like we don't even look for balance in that situation, right? We look for provision, protection, security. Now, it's that's a general perspective. Men are somewhat becoming more family-oriented and being involved in the day-to-day, checking homework, decompressing your children, getting information from your children, picking them out, coaching their sports. And also, even when you do that, if your kid's like, yeah, but I'm emotional, you got to be there for that too, right? It's difficult. But she's also experiencing what it is like to be head of household and it's causing her stress and anxiety, right? And this is what happens when you assume the role of a masculine where you can't complain about that. That, Like, if men complained about this shit, if men complain about this, there's no way we can actually, you know, people will give us the benefit of the doubt. They're like, hey, you got to go out and, you know, uh, you know, your, your, your baby needs shoes, your wife needs clothing. It is what it is. And be back here at 5 o'clock so you can talk. So, so you can have be emotionally available to to your kids and have dinner with the family. You know, I just got to like, oh, my God. All right. So she's experiencing the realities of power couple. And look at that face right there. Yeah. A lot of us have that face every day. That's the stress of being head of household. That's the stress of running your ship. Not just not just going in uh, saying this my money. Yeah. You got to pay the bills, baby. <laughs> look at that face right there. Boss up. Boss up, ninja. Yeah, boss up. Boss up time. You can't complain about it, Ninja. You don't work, you don't eat. You know, you're going to sleep in? Mm. You know, somebody might not eat. I struggle with that. All right. So, um, you know, she's yeah, she's an interesting character there. I don't have anything personal, no personal attacks. She's an interesting character. I just don't think she's able to accomplish this and it be a perfect balance. If she's at some point where she doesn't, she can't live up to the expectation. She's going to simply just dump it on D-Wade. All right. That's what it sounds like. And it sounds like they have other obligations to family members and households and exes that they have to uh, give up to, give up some of their resources to. And those checks could be hard for her to write. All right. Let's get Super Chats. And what are we doing here? Shout out to him, says, for my brother CGA, no such thing as a power couple. I agree. I don't believe in it. It's somewhat new. Anything that is new, I don't believe in that shit. They either changed the name of it or they just came up with it. And normally it's going to be on some progressive shit. But we got to understand we're in a progressive time. The traditions of old are gone. They're dying out. And uh, it's not that many times in history that you can watch traditions die on its face. Now, will they be back? 
You know, I know the married people are like, no, this is not so. I'm married and everybody around me are married. But the reality is less people are getting married. Less people are dating. Less people are coupling. Not only that, you got the reading rainbow shit. You got people, MGTOWs. I mean, please. <laughs> so the power couple dynamic is, to me, a feminist talking point. That has nothing to do. What is the benefit from a, for a man? Somebody explain to this, if you're a woman here. What is the benefit for a man to be in a power couple? I already know what it is for the woman. But maintaining a sense of independence, that might be a draw. But I could do that being single. All right, so... Like, unless I got my own bedroom and my own room for all my hobby shit and my own wing of the house, what is the benefit for a man to be in a power couple? What would draw him in? He said 8-1. But there's people who voted. I know. You, look, people are saying nada. What would make the guy? Listen, I've never in the history heard a guy say, I want to be in a power couple. And the only benefit is his dumb ass think he's getting her money. And I'm going to here to tell you, you're not. You're like, I want to marry a girl who, who got a career and she's going to be a surgeon and shit. And you're getting half of the money? Nope, you're not. What is the benefit? Status. That could be a benefit. All right, status. So you're, you're a doctor, I'm a lawyer. You're a doctor, I'm a lawyer. Or you have your own business, you're an entrepreneur, and I sell bundles of hair. That would be the benefit for the man. Right. So when you go out and you do the uh, social light shit and you go out and you go to bow tie on and you go and walk it around and you finish doing brain surgery and she st she finished doing bundles of hair. Yeah, I suppose you could be like, and she does bundles of hair. And I'm a plastic surgeon status. Yeah, I can see that. That happens. I know people like this, by the way, I know women who own firms and the guy is like a CEO. I know people like this. I know I've trained them. So this idea of, of it, I think those people are few and far between though. Like I know women who are lawyers and their husbands got their own business and they, they work and they do their power couple shit. So I'm not saying it can't exist, but when you see these couples, these couples are sometimes they're married and divorced multiple times. Sometimes they're they're just playing the part. They're playing the part of tradition. Many of them live in gated communities and suburbs. They don't live in the middle-class areas. They're not middle-class power couples. All right. And they got status and, you know, the woman might work, uh, um, work on her side thing. And, I, I mean, I know couples like this. This is a rarity. This shit is somewhat extremely rare. Rare. Somebody says she's a tax attorney and I'm a defense attorney. That 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 does happen. But, man, that is some hell. And also, some of these people send their kids overseas to go to school, right? Boarding schools and shit. So their kids are oftentimes very, they got nannies for their kids. They got full-time nannies for their kids where the kids pick the kids up from school and take them to practice and shit. Is that good? We doing that? All right, we better, and they, I know a woman who uh, she has her own business, like an interior decorating. It ain't, it's actually shitty to call it that. It's like interior design, upscale shit, upscale, top. Like she got her own plaza. It's her own business. And then he big time, he got, he's got his own business, right? So I know couples like this, but their kids got full-time nannies. Like they, 
they the nannies there the nannies come to uh the uh to the spring concert the nannies come to the holiday performance and the parents show up and the nannies there and then the parents goes hi good to see you johnny and they take their ass off back to work and the nanny picks up the kids from school ninja ninja the nannies pick, take the kids to school and they take them to the yacht club and then they take them to uh the the they they they, they take them to sailing lessons they take them to their soccer games they take them to their tutors <laughs> you know what i mean like they see the nanny more than they see the parents. If y'all good with that, y'all good with that. That's how it, that's, those are the power couples. That's what I see. Or their kids are in boarding school or they go to some crazy ass private school with 12 kids in the entire fucking school. <laughs> right. All right. Special. Uh, and then, and then all the kids go to different schools and the nanny be zooming around. Mom come breezing in at 5.45. Nanny cooked all the damn dino chicken nuggets and the two-stone pizza. Mom ain't cook a goddamn thing. Like, that's a power couple to me. This middle-class bullshit power couple, no. That that ain't going down. (laughs) All right. That's what I see of those couples that I just described. And, of course, they got the family picture, and their kids go off to college and they go to TCU and SMU and they go to university. All right. <laughs> university of a uh, university. They don't go to no state school. They ain't going to Cal state Fullerton kid going off to school Tulane. They going to some private shit. Yale. Yeah. <laughs> they go to Yeah. That's what they doing. And they got the picture. Look at my, Oh, yep. And they got all the money save up and they pay off their kids college tuition. And they both go back to work and grind their ass off and their kids. These are very, very small cases. This don't work. This don't work for most people. And you ain't going coming close to that. Uh, Notorious NIG, he says, why is she acting like they are a paycheck away from food stamps? Is she mismanaging her money? People going to eat, she says. And yes, I don't know, man. I really don't know if she that you know that that's up the question because if she's having financial stresses, what about the rest of us? Yep, they go to Boston University or Boston College, and then they just be hustling. All right, shout out to uh, Rob says power couples equal power struggle, free agent lifestyle for life. Damn. And there's that too, man. Somebody says, Everett says, uh, congratulations, Gabby. You were describing being a man. Exactly. Everett, you caught that too. I'm like, that's that's what being a man is. But some women want that. They want these responsibilities and rights now. Now, it's going to be hard for them to find a guy that wants this. What they're going to do, and, and trust me, they're having a hard time finding this guy because what they're saying is men don't men are completing them. They don't, they're not bringing their 50%. They're finding Pookies and Ray Rays and dudes that are personal trainers and shit. Right. Which they don't know. Personal trainer can make way more money than they, they do. And, um, they're not finding the equal half. Like, like they're not finding dudes on their level or above. So this is the struggle and black women forget this shit. Like late black women stop. Like this is the Ebony Williams shit. Sisters, Throw the towel in. You're not finding this guy. Like, there's a 98% of y'all that want this. Forget it. You ain't finding this guy. All right, this guy does not exist. I'm just letting you know, and I'm just trying to be nice. 
I'm trying to be as nice as I can. You guys are not getting this shit. Now you're gonna have to live in you're gonna have to live in like you're gonna have to live in Washington, DC, and you still ain't gonna find it. Atlanta, and you're still the like the the deck stacked against you. The deck stacks against you. Once you go to Los and if you come to LA or the West Coast with that shit, forget it. You are not getting that. You are not getting this in Miami. Forget it. The only way you're going to get this shit is I'm going to say D.C., Virginia, um, Maryland. Um, somewhere in Philadelphia. I mean, you ain't getting, please. Ladera Heights, Ladera Heights. There is no, yeah, Philly could be a part where there's some ninjas out there doing well, you know, some brothers, brothers. But 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 that's it. Once you once you get outside of those areas, at, he said Philly, Philadelphia got some brothers that's on point, right? They got brothers on point out there, all right. But they they have a drop off too. But if you like black, forget it. Nah, not New Jersey. Maybe New York. Maybe New York. But even then, Baldwin Hills. That's some old shit. That's the old bourgeoisie in Baldwin Hills. Like that's gonna be Baldwin Hills is gonna be nah. That's the old bourgeoisie. Them, them people are already old and all that. <laughs> oh, you said I'm joking. He said Maine and New England. Yeah, Ladera Heights and all that. Baldwin Hills. That's all old 1980s living in the bungalows up in. That's all. Like that's an old uh, throwback. That's an old throwback. That's an old. That's old school black money. Like, none of these people capitalizing off of that. Oh, that BET show? Yeah, there's places in New Jersey, I could see that, where, that are closer to Philadelphia, potentially, that you could do that outside of Philly, in New Jersey, outside Philly, though. Anyway. Yeah, Ladera Heights has it, because Ladera Heights was one of those places where blacks uh, got together and they cordoned off their own wealthy version of the minor the minor league Beverly Hills a lot of successful people there but these are older people dynamically older um although I haven't been there and it's not in the most ideal place of Los Angeles I mean it's like it's like off the beaten path of LA but you still in LA you're still in LA like it's still in like LA shit and LA is weird so anyway all right, Kalen says, Coach, uh, what do you make of the Madonna 304 complex? He says, why do you think that uh, men, what do you think that men need to do to better solve the riddle? Um, Yeah, it's by Culver City. It's off the beaten path. Like, it's still like, you like, you like a 10-minute drive to some bullshit. <laughs> right? You like a 10-minute drive to some bullshit, like, real quick. Real quick. You can, I mean, Culver City, Culver City in the 80s used to be something. Not anymore. All right, let me see here. Uh, the Madonna 304 complex. Is that, um, that I don't know about. Let me see what you said next. Let me see what you said next. I don't know if I can answer that. He said it's close to the airport in downtown. Yeah, not my cup of tea. Not my cup of tea. I'm not, that's not a place I would want to live. All right, um, but I, I'm not trying to live in the city. We got, uh, he says, Kaylin says you can't want to be have a 50-50 marriage 
when you still want a man to make up the 50, you said the 56% more than you. Oh, he says power couples are liars. So you want them to make 56% more. Yeah, so women that want the guy to make that much more, but a, call it a power couple, nah. Nah, that's not a power couple. Now, you may she may make a lot of money, but if he makes 56% more than her, that's not a power couple. All right, man, look. Somebody says I work in Culver City. It's a dump. Liberals and home. Yeah. Culver. Last time I was in Culver City, I ain't never coming back here. And they actually have a place. I think they have a YouTube studio. I think one of YouTube's headquarters used to be where you could go to Culver City and go to YouTube. And if you had like 100,000 subs, you can go in there and used to be able to uh, use their studio. I think they have that there. And I think they might have moved it into the uh, football stadium, the L.A. Um, football stadium. But they, I think YouTube or Twitch, I can't remember one of them. Oh, they do have one there. They do have the YouTube there in Culver City. I think that's what you could do. Like, if you had, like, 50,000 subs, you could go in there and use their studio if you were in town. All right, anyway. Yeah, man. I think I was over there for that one time. But I think they, when I went over there, it was closed or something. That something was going on. But it was during the pandemic. So maybe that has something to do with it. It was during the pandemic. Yeah, man, Vegas is what it is, man. Somebody, they still have that there. Okay, shout out to everybody. And if you're a YouTuber, look it up. If you're ever in California, I think YouTube, if you have a certain amount of following or something like that, there's a YouTube studio in Culver City where you can go over there. And I don't know. I don't know if anybody actually uses it. But uh, anyway, man, shout out to everybody. <laughs> shout out to everybody. Let's see here. And we out of here, brothers. Enjoy your day. We'll be back in the morning. Let me shuffle out of here. <laughs> I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man, what you gonna do? Look out, boys, it's coming through.